It is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here. All you got to do is dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We were discussing last night on this very program. Aria, you were leading the show last night. We were talking Mm -hmm. about some economic stuff and discussing how we're probably just barely seeing the beginning of the economic destruction that is to come. And I think what... uh, precipitated that conversation was the proposal by the Washington Post editorial board to say that they want to see a total crackdown with 90% plus of people being forced to stay home, including farm workers and health care workers, truckers. So they basically want people to start killing and eating one another uh, because I'm not sure how exactly they think food is going to get onto people's tables if you shut if you down the two, supply lines. If you did two weeks of just total they shutdown. They want like three, two or three, two months. I don't know how you'd do that. Um, they say it's going to be painful economically, but then we can go back to normal after that, they say. Well, it's ridiculous. Normal. It's ridiculous. I, I, I tend to wonder. I mean, they say the incubation period of this stuff is, uh, you know, probably closer to five days than uh, 14. But if you did 14 days where nobody's allowed to go out of their house then presumably you'd be pretty well off i mean most people would know at that point whether they had this or not yeah the issue is that most people uh can't and won't stay at home for 14 days no i won't i'm not interested well they if they wanted to they could do like some kind of you know we're suspending law good luck uh good luck with murder out there because uh we're not enforcing it cops are staying home by the way in the studio tonight you got ian here aria and mark so, uh, yeah, they, that's what they were talking about was a you know, total crackdown as though there wasn't enough economic destruction already. And you wonder what the worse. reason is. I've been looking at the death chart, as, you, as every, anybody <laughs> knows. The, the reason is total control. I mean, they want to see what they can get away with. I tend to think you're right. Yeah. But Mark wants to talk about his graph. I yeah. love that graph. Mm. And that graph clearly indicates that the peak deaths were in the middle of April. And it's not even close what's going on in the end of June. Well, and now all they talk about out of the cases i understand they're talking about cases that's all and, they talk about you know i best i can tell that doesn't mean they're talking about deaths they're talking about cases right and best i can tell people are for whatever reason we have better treatments or people are surviving more or the, the, the virus well, people has changed were surviving it before well some you know? of them weren't <laughs> yeah. well the issue Old now people and is obese that, people you know, the lockdown has lifted largely in a lot of places so you got more young people going out and they're far more likely to survive so obviously yes um they would become more likely to get infected and they would also be less likely to die. So the death rate per infection would go down. Yeah. Well, and all, I mean, if you were seeing, so this kind of numbers we've been seeing as far as deaths go over the course of June oh. before, and maybe even into May. Before you go on, you're also, you're seeing more people being tested now, likely, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot more requirements of testing in order to like go back to work or in, in case of Massachusetts now, just to go to Massachusetts as of Saturday. So there's a bunch more testing going on as well. Whereas before, if you if you contracted this and beat it, then that's it. You, or you wouldn't even know in some cases. Some people contract it, they beat it, and they don't even have any symptoms or anything like that. So those folks aren't going to go in to get tested unless they're mandated to get tested. Now more of that's happening. 
Yeah, so these deaths that are occurring in uh, parts of May and June, and at this point we have pretty good numbers, so we know how many people died generally in throughout May and, and June of this year. How many of them actually died from COVID is a whole well, other question. it doesn't make a difference. What I'm saying is, is that the, the, the amount of deaths are the same as the deaths in January attributed to the flu. I mean, none of these numbers really? are. Yes. Okay. Right. I, I, I mean, thought there were more deaths from COVID than there were the flu this year. No? I'm not saying there isn't, but they were almost entirely clustered in mm-hmm. April mm-hmm. when Cuomo uh, sent uh, the you know when it was all going through New Jersey and and Connecticut and. Uh, New York and Cuomo sent those old people to die in those nursing homes and all that stuff. But of course, this is Trump's fault. So we also talked about the bailout proposal that apparently passed. Was it the Senate? Do you recall? I think it was the Senate. One of them. And so by no means is this over with. They're probably going to pile on some more, you know, pork and throw in some extra trillions. Oh, but yeah. oh yeah. It's only yeah. one trillion dollars. Yeah, only one trillion to start. Uh, but here's here's an update on what's been going on with the airline industry, because we had discussed now, the airlines previous- really got hit. And you yeah. get, a lot of people are going to ask themselves whether they want to fly tightly packed in metal tubes through mm-hmm. the air, breathing the same air as everybody else on the metal tube. It's not uncommon in the past for people to catch uh, an illness while they were on an airline. Every right? like time for me. That's not uncommon. It used to be. Um, but now people are afraid of it more than they used to be. Yeah. And it, irrationally so, in in my opinion. But regardless, that's where we are. And now with multiple airlines mandating masks on uh, and even refusing to allow people with medical exemptions, just basically telling those people to screw off. They don't want their business uh, anymore. And that was what airline, American Airlines and Southwest recently announced. Uh, Delta turned around a flight. I think it was today Jesus. because someone took off their mask. I think it was more that's than insane. one. I think it was several people that, uh, and refused. But yeah. But yeah, turn around mid-flight. Wow. We're, we're going back then. That's lunacy. It is. Uh, because the damage is already done at that right. point. It, now whatever you, now damage there would have so been. No one can get to their destination on no. time. I mean, look, if you want to ban somebody from the flight, then ban them from, from that point on. All right, sorry, we're not going to serve you anymore. You, you got a connecting flight? Well, sorry, get, get a cab home. Yep. You know, They could have done something to those people without punishing the rest of the, of the flight. But That's see, ridiculous. by doing this... They were able to make the mask wearers even more resentful. Sure. Yep, and even true. more presenting animosity toward the yep. people who weren't wearing the mask. Also, because now get... the people not wearing the mask actually cost them something tangible. Yeah. Right. And and the, the same old thing where uh, the big faceless corporation or government doesn't take any responsibility for its action, mm-hmm. but the individual who stands up to them, not to say that I, you know, this person got on the flight. They should be wearing a mask if they agreed to to, to wear a mask. But you know, either way, I'm not going to ho- the. If Delta decided to turn the flight around, Delta decided to turn the flight around. Yeah. Well, I hope everybody got a refund for that because that's what I would be demanding if the airline just decided they were going to go in the reverse direction and go back to where they started from because they didn't like what somebody did with their mask. I sincerely doubt anyone got a refund. Right. No, I, well, probably not a refund, but they probably will get their flight rescheduled and all that because it, it is the airline's fault. I hope you weren't going somewhere on time. You, you weren't know, going to a wedding or a funeral. Most people, when they're flying somewhere, need to be where they're flying. Yeah, but a, a refund time. isn't going to do anything for you. If you paid $300... It sure will. It'll make you feel a little bit better because you get your money back. You get a free flight and you get the refund. Fund. Uh, Reuters 
reporting that a majority of U.S. House of Representatives peoples signed a letter made public on Monday calling for a six-month extension of a $32 billion payroll aid program they argue is crucial to keeping hundreds of thousands of aviation workers employed through March 31st. Quote, without an extension of the payroll support program before then, hundreds of thousands of airline workers will be fired or furloughed on October 1st. The lawmakers wrote the letter led by House Transportation Committee Chairman Peter DeFazio was signed by 223 House members, including 195 Democrats and 28 Republicans. The lawmakers said that without action, the layoffs, quote, will eclipse those of any furloughs that the industry has ever seen. The payroll program is set to expire September 30th. So we talked about this, I think, within the last two weeks. We discussed the $25 billion in payroll assistance, and that's what they get to here, uh, to the U.S. passenger airlines was given to them in March. So you know, remember the CARES Act was what I think they called it, where they threw a bunch, you know, trillion or two trillion or whatever it was, at various different people. You got like 1200 bucks maybe, but uh, the, the airlines got $25 billion. Yeah. And the idea, the idea at the time was, well, I was curious how that stacked up to the amount of money that the American people got. And assuming that, you know, every single one of the 320 million Americans actually received a twelve hundred dollar check, it's still significantly more to the American people. So More there, to there the is that. Yeah, it, okay. it comes out to like 380-something billion. But one of the differences, of course, is when the government gives a company a bailout, then there's frequently some strings attached. Right. So one of the strings might be... You have to require masks for all your customers. Well, they're already doing that. I know that, but maybe that's one of the reasons why. Maybe there was some terms in there about things that they have to do. Uh, and, of course, remember the car bailouts, the car manufacturer bailouts from like a decade ago, GM and those other companies that, that got them? Uh, well, there were terms associated with that. If I recall correctly, the federal government got a piece of some of the action. Did they not? They did. Yeah. More coming up here in moments. so get ready for the feds to own the air. It's Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free here, 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. And you can join us in there. You'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio, in the studio with you tonight. It's Ian. Aria. And Mark. We've been talking about the next proposed bailout for the airlines. $25 billion wasn't enough because, well, they. Uh, I guess the thought was that the $25 billion was just going to get them through the COVID. It was only going to be two weeks, so, you know, we'll get you through it. Well, now it turns out people aren't really traveling very much at all. And so the the you know even though the curve was flattened or whatever the business is still way down and so they want another bailout and that's what they're uh, they're bellying up at the trough for yeah I I I'm not sure how I exactly it's difficult to look at this because you can't look at it scientifically what what, what we can't say is is what would have happened to airlines in the absence of any government intervention in the marketplace uh, surrounding COVID. So well, it looks we, like people would have just stopped flying. They probably would have, which would have been terrible for the airlines, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, they're they're not running on big margins, and some airlines would have gone out of business. And oh, the tragedy! It's like losing a bank. <laughs> oh, the bank went out of business. <laughs> you know, the more airlines there are, the lower the prices of airfare, and that's that benefits us all. 
Yeah, you will likely see some consolidation as these airlines go out of business. So you're going to see... You know, the airplanes is, are going this somewhere. This going on for years, right? Yep. Where Delta buys whatever the hell United they bought. United isn't called United for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. United is called United because it is the combination of mm-hmm. previous airlines. Right. And, uh, you know, that's been true for all of the major ones that have been, you know, sucking up smaller ones and these kind of things. And Southwest really came on and sort of changed the, uh, the, the game. But it, nonetheless, I'm just kind of... On one hand, I feel bad for the airlines because the government basically said, okay, you can't fly, or if you do fly, you have to do it under these circumstances and and a variety of things. I was flying, had to make some flights during March and April of this year, Mm -hmm. and I literally was on a 747 coming from Tokyo to Reagan, um, Reagan or Dallas, I'm not sure, um, to Washington, Mm -hmm. and we had... For ourselves, entire rows. I don't mean like the three seats that we were sitting in. My wife, my son, and I had the entire stretch across the 747. That's three seats on one side, four seats in the middle, and the three seats on the other Mm -hmm. side where there were nobody. And I couldn't even tell you how many... how many passengers were on? It might have been well, that we would have had two rows each. Plus, there were certain regulations, I believe, that were requiring flights, even though no one was on them, simply because the airlines had to fly a certain number of flights in or out of a air, given airport in order to keep their spot in the terminal. Yeah. Uh, so they wow. they had to keep flying, even though it was not economically viable to do so. Well, who owns the airports themselves? Governments. That's what I would assume. In a lot Most of cases, of it's uh, local governments. In a lot of cases. So uh, now the proposal, and this was voted on by the U.S. House and voted in favor to bail them out to the tune of another $35 billion. So it's not done yet, right? At least still th- it has to go through the Senate and, and all that. But uh, So this is after the initial $25 billion. Senate Republicans Monday introduced a proposal to address new coronavirus needs but did not include new airline uh, payroll funding. More than a dozen aviation unions applauded the letter written by the House members saying, quote, Congress has the power to ensure airline workers will continue to stay on payroll and keep aviation workers ready to turn the industry around once this crisis is behind us. But when exactly is that going to be? And if they're not offering a service to people, like, you know, flying them from one place to another, then they shouldn't be in business. I mean, this is like giving money to the school system all over again. It's like we're not even going to open up the schools. It's not a service anyone can use, but we're going to continue we're going to increase the amount it. of money that we're giving to the school system. And it's the same crap here. We're not going to offer any flights or even allow you to leave the country. However, we're going to make sure that you're being robbed to favor for these people whose job it is to help you fly across the country. Well, the politicians want you to believe that this is an essential business. And the question if it's is, essential, it will be rebuilt after this. That's a good point. And the question is, you know, what is it going to look like once... They're saying here, once the crisis is behind us. Well, so far, it doesn't appear that any of these government people want to even consider that is even coming close, right? Because we're seeing re-crackdowns. There's more crackdowns happening. We just, uh, off the air, we're looking at a story about Massachusetts telling everybody who comes to Massachusetts now they got to quarantine or prove that they've had a test that shows that they are negative. We're seeing more of these mask mandates all across the United States. Uh, Businesses are now coming on board. So it sure doesn't feel like things are slowing down even though fewer people are dying than ever before. The tyranny is as heavy, if not heavier, than it has been over the past five months. And so let's just say that 
we meet we met you know we make it to this magical point because they're talking about 20 or 35 billion more and they think that that's going to last until march 31st okay so march 31st comes around and by whatever miracle the government goons have decided they're going to they're going to lay off they're going to they're going to ratchet back all the controls and we're going to we're going to have things going back to so-called normal but by this point we're talking about an entire year more than a year of people living in the so-called new normal how many of those people are going to be like all right let's go on a vacation and get on an airplane because as you were talking about before there's a lot of people who are now deathly afraid of getting on airplanes so what percentage of their business is just going to come rushing back if all of a sudden now it's normal again well, remember at 911 um you know the air traffic just dropped off and it didn't come back for a long time right and that was just fear of some guy you know blowing the plane up right and and honestly it was really sort of a weird fear because mm-hmm. these the hijackers in 9-11 hijacked the plane with box cutters because nobody thought that anything bad was going to happen i'll bet you that if you tried to hijack a plane with box cutters in america these days you'll get that, taken down yeah you probably you might get you might get your arms broken or get killed yeah Exactly. They did kill one passenger, uh, a mentally ill man, uh, a couple of years after yeah, 9-11. Yeah, they like squish his yeah, trachea or something Yeah, like he, he squeezed the breath out of him, basically. So airlines say they are not actively seeking additional federal assistance, but would accept funding without additional requirements. When the first package was approved, large U.S. airlines hoped for a recovery in demand by October. But as the virus has accelerated, airline executives warned that demand had shown signs of... Uh, the demand that had shown signs of recovering was stalling again, threatening jobs. Between American and United Airlines, more than 60,000 frontline workers have received warnings. That their jobs are on the line as of October 1st. Mass airline layoffs could take place just over a month before the 2020 presidential and congressional elections. So it's still a little up in the air right now as to whether or not this next bailout's going to go through. But, I mean, this seems like, you know, from the politician's perspective... It's going to be hard for them to oppose this. You know, it's going to seem like, oh, well, this is an essential business. Sure, but uh, all of this, none of this would have happened. The problem would have solved itself because people were getting like fifty dollars flights from mm-hmm. you know Los Angeles to Colorado or whatever, and then flying back the next day because it was so cheap to do that. Is but it then, still cheap now? No, you can't fly now. You can't even fly. I, I imagine you can, but and I imagine it probably is pretty cheap. But they're still having flights. I've seen photos. I'm going next week to Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Carlos, who was here yesterday, was uh, he was flying, and he said 100 percent all of the people on these flights were wearing masks the entire time. Eight fifty five, four fifty free. He also said New Hampshire is the only place he's been to on his journey so far where there's like any semblance of sanity. News from Bitcoin.com. Twitter hacked. Bitcoin blamed. NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace will soon have a Bitcoin logo on his car. Banks will make 18 billion dollars in fees on COVID-19 relief funds. Bitcoin Cash still lets you control your own money. PayPal confirms it's developing cryptocurrency capabilities while still shutting down accounts of crypto users. Bitcoin.com is your source for getting started with cryptocurrencies, getting a wallet, buying Bitcoin Cash, mining, and all the latest cryptocurrency news at news.bitcoin.com. Subscribe to their channel on YouTube. Free Talk Live, you dial toll-free if you want to join us here. The number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms at discord.lrn.fm. In the studio with you, it's Ian, Aria, and Mark. 
Freedoms Phoenix is a liberty-oriented news aggregation site. If you want the newest and freshest stories and perspectives on current events from those who value liberty, then freedomsphoenix.com has them. You can go there and sign up for their daily dispatch. Get the latest on science, technology, historical findings, liberty news, government overspending, and the rise of the police state. It's freedoms with an S, phoenix.com. That's freedomsphoenix.com. As we continue here, we're talking about some of the economic uh, devastation. I mean, people losing millions of jobs and... They're on welfare as a result. Now, of course, the government's talking about coming up with another so-called stimulus package, which, of course, as we know, is actually just a wealth redistribution package. But they don't call things by their real names. They don't want to be honest about what's actually going on. And that Well, the previous stimulus package, the stimulus checks Americans got, I mean, they obviously didn't stimulate the economy. All they did was transfer wealth from the the poor people who needed to take that wealth and put it into some sort of savings or investment back into the hands of the corporations that were already doing pretty much okay. Well, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of, you know, the evidence is a lot of rich people got a lot richer uh, in this Mm. time frame. And it seems like it has to do with, to some extent, these checks just being spent by the poor, which is what you want. I mean, that's it's a stimulus package. You're intending to stimulate the economy. Well, if you, you live in a Keynesian world where spending is what an economy needs. You but, do live in a Keynesian world. Well, we live in a world that they tell us is Keynesian. Yeah, But well, so, savings is what generates wealth, not spending. Savings is a superpower. Thrift is a superpower in a Keynesian economy. Yeah. I will concur with you on that. But not if you're saving their money. Because that's where the money comes from when they print out more. That comes from your savings. That's where the value comes. It comes it's, out of your savings and into the pockets of the mega corporations. You don't want to keep it in USD if you can help it. It's right. still better. I mean, it's sure. not. It's there are well, ways. Saving to is a good it. habit to have generally. Yeah. But if you're saving in their money, then they will rape you financially when they print more of it out. That's what right. the dollar is designed to do. It's designed to be printed to to be inflated and benefit the politically connected classes at the cost of any person who's holding dollars. And if right. that's if you're saving, you you're holding it, dollars. You don't want to do it in say strictly a savings account or something like that. You want to have. You're something. still better off saving than yep. buying all alcohol with it and you know drinking yourself to death there's no doubt about that uh but let's go to otis he's on the line and he's in i believe new york otis you're on our discord server go ahead great to be here great to be back on the show i've had a little hiatus yeah we Uh, missed you otis what have you been up to just you know you know buying a house living in a house getting coronavirus dancing i have four pets now so i really appreciate that you guys have the dog in the studio it's beautiful how's buster my doing dogs are in my studio with me right now <laughs> fighting each other biting each other you know you know urinating on the floor all kinds of interesting things happening now here. tell me well, what is it going you're calling from new york are you in the city or are you calling from upstate or where are you no 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 i'm upstate i'm not in the city i uh yeah i'm upstate but basically it's great feeling here right in new york we've, we've opened into phase four everybody's dancing celebrating kissing each other on the streets so that we can bring back the coronavirus. We're actually very upset that it's gone, so we're going to bring it back. We're not wearing masks anymore. We did it before, but we're going to stop so we can bring it back. Boy, I wish New York was like you were saying, but I don't think it, I don't think it is. I don't think people are doing that there. I, I can't tell no, what angle you're not. coming from. Are, are you criticizing the people who actually want to open back up? No, he's just, it's Otis. I mean, Otis, I don't know if Otis has an angle besides just being Otis. I couldn't agree less yeah. or more with that. <laughs> he's just trolling. He's just trolling. Okay. Having a good time. Uh, he's, I don't even know if the accent's real, but I love it. I love it. 
What do you think of like in Atlanta calling you from New York? I don't know. Really have a thick Southern accent. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. Tell me your favorite part about uh, the New York lockdown. I hate people. So not seeing people early on was actually the best because so I'm obviously I'm a young guy. I'm healthy. Right. So everybody knows the coronavirus. Okay. You can get this, that. Okay. Uh, You know, you could still die if you're young, but you're not, you're not like my grandmother who forgets her Facebook information and can't use her brain properly. And then if coronavirus gets into her lungs, she's going to croak like you wouldn't believe. I'll be fine. I could probably survive. So I was okay with taking a risk. So at the early days of lockdown here in New York, you could go out and basically walk down the streets. You could hang out and you wouldn't see another person for the most part because people were very scared at that point. You know, I didn't really know much about it. People were dying left and right. And you could just had the place to yourself. There was no cars, no traffic, no nothing. It's beautiful. You didn't have to see other people. Yeah, it was no, a bizarre no thing. No nothing. It was like you're in one of those movies where, you know, like you're the last man on earth, right? There's no one else around. The tumble, 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 apocalyptic thing. Yeah, tumbleweeds are rolling through the streets. No dinner with relatives who annoy you. None of that crap. (laughs) Otis, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate the update tonight. Uh, Toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. Like, uh, what was the movie with Will Smith, I Am Legend? Yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. It was like him and the dog, and that was pretty much it. I remember one where there was like a shopping mall or something that some kids got left in in the 80s. But of course, there was a, he was the last man. It was the Comet. Night of the Comet, uh, perhaps. There was that zombie movie that was in the shopping mall. Yeah, I think it was like, uh, that was maybe Dawn Dawn of of the the Dead. Dead. Yeah, um, but that wasn't the one I was referring right. to. That was a good one, though, too. Uh, so, 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number. You know, since we're talking about movies, I've got I've got some news about the movie business. Because we, we've been discussing the, uh, you know, the destruction uh, to these businesses, like the airline business that's being bailed out. I don't think the movie theater's got a bailout. I yeah, the, think they got one. The airlines are coming back. I don't. I think the movie theaters probably got like the PPP loan kind of bailout. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the handout for loans to pay the staff with. Yeah, right. And that's about uh, it. And then if you actually pay the staff the way the government demands, then you don't have to pay the loan back. Basically, otherwise, mm-hmm. if you just use it on anything you want, then it becomes a loan. That's my understanding of how that worked. The latest on what's happening with the movie business, businessinsider.com, reporting that AMC and Universal have come to a deal. Because remember, we talked a little while back about uh, AMC was mad because Universal had released a couple of movies, maybe a handful of them, during COVID. On Trolls their, was certainly one of them. Trolls, Trolls 2 was the, the, the big one. That was the one that came out first. I think there might have been one, maybe two more. But, and the uh, results on that were that... The movie didn't make as much money as it could have. It was the total gross. It, it was proposed to make, mm-hmm. but what was the Universal? Universal, Universal. made more money That's because right. they got to keep eighty percent of the ticket price instead because, of fifty. Instead of fifty, um, so you know, so it worked for them. Well, AMC them. wasn't going to make money anyway because Trolls Two was never going to be in theaters. Well, it would because have. theaters were closed. What? Well, yeah, well, if they right. waited a year and a half, <laughs> right. Well, that's and, what they did. What's what Marvel did with Black Widow? Black Widow was slated to come out the first week of April, mm-hmm. and they pushed uh, it back as, a year. As we know, uh, I think it's November is when it's slated at mm-hmm. this point. Everything's but, being pushed back, right? I mean, there's gonna it's gonna be a big winter, uh, big big Christmas all time. The, all the things that have been pushed back once are now being pushed back again. Some by like a year, mm. basically. 
Uh, and and there have been some articles about whether AMC is going to reopen anytime soon because, again, there's no new movies expected to come out. There was going to be the Christopher Nolan film, Tenet, that was getting a lot of buzz. You know, he's the guy that uh, made Inception and the Dark Knight films and that sort of thing. Big big deal director. Um, but his, his movie's been pushed back. It was supposed to be the, the movie that's going to save the movie theaters. And there's, there's there seems like there's one happening. of those every five years at this point, um, you know, <laughs> well, they've managed to hang on. I mean, for for quite a while as. But right now I'm uh, so I went from basically never seeing a movie, seeing a movie once every five years mm-hmm. or something, uh, maybe maybe once every three years, something like that, to seeing three movies a year because of the Marvel movies, because of the Marvel movies. When Iron Man came out, I was sold. Some of them you've seen more than once in theaters, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think every single one of them I've seen more than once wow. in a theater. And thus, uh, you know, I went from a non-movie guy to a movie guy. So Marvel, for, for me, saved movie theaters. Mm-hmm. But today, if I have to wait another month to see the uh, Black Widow movie or something like that, I might be willing to wait. 855, 450 free. You mean... Wait and see it on home, like your home theater. Or your I would prefer that TV honestly. screen or whatever. Uh, Eight fifty five, four fifty free. Well, the, the the news here is about the theat what they call the theatrical window. The amount of time where a new movie is dedicated exclusively to theaters. It's going to get a lot shorter, according to recent dealings between AMC and Universal. We'll share that with you on the way. It's free talk. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms at discord.lrn.fm. With you tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Mark. Also, I want to let you know about Divi. From mid-March to mid-July of this year, Divi, the new easy-to-use cryptocurrency we've been promoting on Free Talk Live, increased in value by over 10 times. Nothing is stopping Divi from increasing exponentially again. And, in fact, that's their goal. Divi's price jumped 10 times in correlation with the release of their beta wallet. And will Divi go up further when their wallet's fully released? I don't know, but at Free Talk Live, we're happy with our decision to hook up with Divi a year ago. You can go to DiviProject.org and begin earning Divi by starting a masternode or staking Divi. They have a lottery for people who stake the coin, too. Opportunity has knocked every day here on Free Talk Live since last September. Will you answer? DiviProject.org. So we're going to get into uh, your phone calls and thoughts and then more about what's going on behind the scenes uh, that's now being made public about AMC and Universal, the struggling movie cinema chain and the major cinema um, you know, producer, Universal, which had broken up earlier this summer. There were headlines about how AMC was no longer going to show Universal's uh, movies because Universal had released some films during COVID on their own streaming uh, platform not necessarily theirs but there were like seven or eight different streaming platforms there was youtube there was like amazon there was you know all these different platforms out so there. was amc's reasoning here just that oh well if we can't make money we don't want you to make money either well hold on i mean because it's not like universal won't have movies for amc to debut in the future 
but what they said was that they're not going to show Universal movies at all. And what they got was apparently that what the negotiated deal was, okay, we'll show your movies, but our window for showing them shrinks. It's like they sent Willie Joe Sausagehead in to do their negotiations. Well, no, wait them. a minute. What's not clear is who went crawling back to who. It's pretty clear. You think AMC went crawling back to Universal? What else? Yeah, I think that's probably. What I think that too. the uh, the numbers bear out that Universal didn't lose this; mm-hmm. that they had the strength to to come to the bar- bargaining table and say, "Hey, look, we really like you guys. We really like uh, mm-hmm. movie theaters out there. We think you guys. You are guys awesome. helped us build this business. Yeah, it's right? so awesome. So here's what we'd like to offer you." We'd like to offer you a good rogering in the uh, the nether regions, and then a smack in the face. <laughs> so, what do you think? Uh, well, we're going to get deeper into that, so so to speak, here in just a moment. But first, let's talk to DA in Dallas, Texas. DA, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Well, this is my first time calling in on your guys' station. I only just heard it last night. Uh, unfortunately, it's not live in my area, so. Yeah, you guys get us in overnights there, uh, but it, I think it's like seven nights a week there in Dallas. So thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it was twelve a.m. in the morning. I was I called in, but they said it was only six and nine. So I'm looking for six and nine, but there ain't, ain't on the radio right now. No, nope, nope, yeah, but but you you figured it out. Here we are. So yeah, you're you're one of the few that's willing to do it. By the yeah, way, so now you can tune in later and you can hear yourself on the air. But what were you calling? <laughs> yeah, about? I know. Uh, I'm going to sound like an idiot. Uh, got to say one thing to you. It's hard to understand you. You don't happen to be on like a headset or a speakerphone, are you? No, I, no, but I get that all the time. I'm real sorry. All right, I'm, go I'm ahead with what you were calling about, DA. Well, you probably already heard it a million times about the mask wearing BS. I, that's what you guys were talking about last night, and it was good to hear somebody else um, that wasn't such a COVID Karen. COVID Karen. <laughs> yeah, about the, about the problems wearing a mask, you know. And what's what are you seeing down there pictures. in Dallas? Are there any mandates from the government there? What, what's it like? Yeah, there's there's mandates down here, but nobody's really? reading them. That's what's annoying too. When you when you when you walk into a store, you ask them what the mandate is. They they tell you two things. They say it's mandatory and it's the law. <laughs> and it's not it's it's not mandatory. It's not the law. They act like when when it's when, when when the mandate was was put out, they act like it's like a two sentence mandate, and part of that sense is it's law and it's mandatory. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. Like, there no, were signs it, up at Bank of America this week that said, due to local authorities, masks are required. But local so-called authorities have not made a mask requirement mandate, so they're just they're citing things that don't even exist. Well, they're not lawyers. Yeah. yeah. They're going beyond what, what, what the mandate says. And if I remember correctly, I think it even says in the mandate whatever, you know, not, whatever's in here, there's nothing beyond it. Well, yeah, here in New Hampshire, ours is really nothing more than a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens is is that once you get to, you get down to the bottom level customer service kind of person that's uh, tasked with dealing with somebody who doesn't yeah. want to deal with a mask, they're willing to say anything in order to get you to take uh, to put a mask on or leave the store. They don't know what to do, and so what they're I disagree. Do- I think they're motivated primarily by a desire to not end up on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, they're they're just trying to do their jobs. They don't want to make a scene. They don't want to give well, you a headache. They well, don't want to have a good headache. job at that. They're well. If that's what if that's what their desire is, they're 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 failing at it miserably. Because when, for example, I go in the Walmart and the guy the greet that's greeting at Walmart's got the mask right below his big nose, and I'm walking in. He's like, "Sir, sir," you know, they got to stare you to death. I'm like, "Let's go talk to the manager, right?" Because I got health issues. Why I don't wear one? Several, a mm-hmm. couple of them, and. uh so we go to the manager. She ain't even wearing it. 
you know, above her nose. It's right below her nose. And then she goes and grabs one in her office while I'm standing there. I didn't know why she went in her office. But then she comes back out and holds me one. I'm like, I don't know where your hands have been. Where are you handing me a mask? I didn't ask for a mask. You know, I was just waiting here to talk to you, you know. Right. With this, with this guy I have right a here medical exemption. Me. Yeah, and I tell him that. I, I, I you know, I say, I ask, do you guys have any, have any house rules that are, that, that are going beyond this mandate, or are you guys just following the mandate? And she can't answer the question because she doesn't even know what it says, and she doesn't even know. And what is the then, mandate? What? You keep mentioning it. Is is there one in Texas? Well, yeah, there, there, it's, I can't. I got to go over it again. I got the PDF thing in my phone. It is lengthy, but when mm-hmm. I'm reading it, if you got health conditions, you let them know, and and then you're done. You know, otherwise you can sue the store and, and own them. You know, and they don't want they don't want to lose your business. And but the employees there, they don't care to lose your business. But they don't want a, a million court battles. I mean, you type in yeah, Google. Yeah, we actually read uh, an ar- we read a a piece from Walmart. There was a lady who is the girlfriend of a guy who used to host the show. So I, you know, I'm pretty sure that this is legit. There was like a Xeroxed copy of this thing that they're handing this notice they're handing out to all their employees it basically says you know Uh hey if the customer says they got a an objection whether it's medical or religious you just let them shop and that's that's funny you mentioned religious because remember i I just told you a second of those more than one reason i I said help but one of them was but is a religious reason too It, it does it bothers my conscience because there's a lot of this it's just following a rule without any principle behind it, you know, and growing up with Bible standards, me, you know, I, I learned principles. And so it's like the Pharisees versus Jesus, you know. See, I don't think... Just burdening people with that, with, you know, you got to wear the mask. It's like, well, how does wear, how does wearing a visor, because they, they'll allow that too. You can wear this see-through visor that like, you know, people yeah. work in, in shops and machine shops. Right, the plastic, how, hard yeah, plastic like, face yeah, covering. that's the equivalent of me holding my hand above my face. Everywhere I walk, you know, that's, that's retarded. You what know, were you going to say, trying... You were trying to jump in there, I think. I, I understand why some people would claim religious exemptions, but I'm not a fan of it because I don't like the way that American society has placed a religious objection as somehow more important than just an objection. Yeah, yeah, you know, And we see that wrong. all yeah, over yeah, the place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Well, I mean, ultimately, and DA, thank you for the call tonight, man. I definitely appreciate hearing from you um, and scheduling a phone call, actually, to call us. So that's really cool, going above and beyond. I mean, ultimately, this is a religious fight in a lot of ways because the state is a religion. It is an evil religion uh, that absolutely uses the idea of something that is greater than the sum of its parts, this idea of the state. not sure. One person is not the state. It's the collective. The state is all of these people that say they are part of it and that they represent it and that they are acting on its behalf, whatever it is. They seem to think that it has some sort of great power. And they are forcing their religious belief system down upon us. And so it is my religious belief to oppose uh, the evil right. of the state. In many cases, I think businesses are copping out. I mean... I support any business that says, you're not coming in here unless you wear this uh, thing yep. on your face. I didn't go into the shipping shack today. It's their business. Yeah, let me, they get to decide. Let me direct it away, though, from the mask and yep. governmental discussion, because let's let's consider bacon. I don't like bacon. I, I can't stand bacon. But when I tell people that, I'm like, oh, you should let me cook it for you. You'll love it. But if I were to say I, I'm Jewish and can't eat bacon, mm-hmm. suddenly it's an entirely different subject. No one mm. will ever offer me bacon as a response to me not liking bacon mm-hmm. for religious reasons. But if it's some personal reason, they just wave it off. And it's the same with yeah, that. I don't think you can cook bacon in any of it. still tastes I mean, like bacon. Or steak or <laughs> time. steak or whatever. Pork chops, pick your yeah. meat of choice. You know, whatever ones. If if you don't like it for personal reasons, no one's going to object. No one's going to, oh, you just haven't 
Well, well everyone will object. If you, but if you say it's for religious reasons, mm-hmm. suddenly it's, oh no, well, we respect that. And it's the so, same with the mask thing. I, I feel for philosophical reasons, don't eat octopus because they're smart little critters and <laughs> I like them. Um, I like the way they taste. Uh, I, they taste like rubber bands. Fried I squid? Mean, they, oh, yeah. yeah this so. is just the stuff they put on it. So, you know, I, I just say for philosophical reasons, I don't eat octopus. And nobody ever says anything to me because I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm saying that I just am not going to eat it. 855-450, free like freedom. You can share your thoughts with us. Hour two's next. Free talk. Remember when you first heard about Bitcoin? How long did it take you to realize this little project would soon change the world? Do you kind of wish you had gotten involved sooner? Well, now is your chance to be part of the next revolution in money. Intercoin is working to finally make crypto go mainstream. It's designed to be scalable enough to support everyday payments and even elections without the state. Bitcoin was originally supposed to be a peer-to-peer cash system, the way we would all pay one another without having to trust any third party. But instead, over time, it mostly became a store of value. That's because every 10 minutes, the Bitcoin network must put all transactions into a block. And that block can only hold so much. If crypto is to become mainstream, for everyone to use it in everyday payments, we need a new architecture. One that's as secure as Bitcoin while being far more scalable. Check out intercoin.org to find out more and maybe pick up some of those coins for yourself. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You bring up anything that you want. We're kicking off the second hour of the program. We've got plenty of time for you. If you want to join us here, take control of the airwaves. 855-450-FREE. We were going to get into the story about AMC Universal kissing and making up a little bit. They've come to a new agreement. Instead of them breaking up, which is what it would look had looked like maybe a month or two ago when the headlines were talking about how uh, Universal will no longer be allowed to show their their pictures in AMC. AMC has now relented and will be allowing Universal to show. And there's now a shorter window of time in which they will have the theatrical exclusivity. We'll tell you a little bit more about that with you tonight, though. It's Ian. Aria. And Mark. Going to go back to uh, your phone calls and thoughts. You can bring up absolutely anything that you want to discuss here. Toll-free number again, 855-450-FREE, like freedom. We've got the Discord call-in line rooms. They're open and available to you. You'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us when you call in on our Discord server. It's easy to do. Just grab the Discord app at whatever place you go and get apps, maybe Google or Apple's App Store. Or you can download it from discordapp.com. And you can get the computer version, which is excellent. Uh, well, in fact, that's where we're going to go to first here because we've got someone calling themselves Meth Pipe oh, on the line. Calling from Nevada. <laughs> You're on Free Talk Live, Meth Pipe. Uh, hey, guys. I was uh, watching the uh, House Antitrust Probe today uh, regarding Google and Facebook and. Uh, Oh, wow. I didn't even know this was going on. I had somebody recommend that I watch it because it was very funny. It doesn't I, sound like it'd be funny. Those things sound well, boring as sin. Well, the politicians are like, the internet is is a series of tubes, right? So <laughs> I mean, for a tech person, it's probably... That was probably, George Bush, wasn't it? No. no it was a guy from Alaska? It was some congressional person. Yeah. But for okay. a tech person, it's funny to hear the government try to understand technology. Right. Yeah, it's also funny that uh, these people who work for a monopoly... 
are sitting there talking about, ah, we think you are too close to a monopoly. Mm. Well, it takes one to know one. Yeah, well, there you go. So what about it, Meth Pipe? Yeah, you know, I did think that was funny, the way the old people were, they looked confused and sounded confused, but that's not why I called the, mm. uh, it's it's a uh, it was disappointing and kind of horrifying the way that the 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 government people were uh, um bringing up how Google backed out of some military contracts as if that had some relevance hmm. to antitrust you know and then they were also talking about the you know, willingness of some of the other companies to cooperate with law enforcement, you know, mm. as if, yeah, you know, that has any relevance. Oh, well, from their know, like point of view, it kind of to... does. I mean, hey, you didn't scratch our backs. Right. That's what, do what it is. What do you expect us I to mean, scratch yours? But I, what we're doing is they're making abundantly clear that this is all about you doing what we say. Right. And then we'll protect you yeah, better. Yeah. Right. And, and, and if not, we're going to use whatever means necessary. We'll use a, a hearing that's supposed to be on exactly whether or not you've uh, violated the antitrust laws here in the United States. We'll use that for anything that we have to use it for. You better do as we ask. Yeah. And I think Google, the only reason they backed out of that is because their employees had had a moral you know, dilemma. Yeah, not okay. because of I think I remember that one. Google yeah. itself. But yeah, that's yeah. They've all abandoned say, that guys. whole "don't be evil" thing. Yeah. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. What else, Matt? Yeah, Pipe? don't be evil. <laughs> no, that's all I had. Thanks for Thank the call, you. man. I definitely appreciate hearing from you. As we continue, Greg Don is on the line in uh, podcast land. Greg Don, you're on Free Talk Live, calling from Kentucky. Greg Don, no, that's Creighton. Crichton. Oh, they totally screwed that one up. Sorry, Crichton. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, I wanted to revisit uh, something that you guys talked about on Sunday night. Uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, military gaming exercise that kind of determined that no matter what happens, there's going to be a uh, civil unrest following the election. Hmm. Um, yeah. So there was and, a... And I'm going to do... Yep. Well, basically, what they did was is they hired. Let me let me give it uh, real recap quick here. For me, yeah, yeah, recap, uh, Crichton. So basically, what they did is they got a bunch of experts together, and they said, you know, what's what's going to happen here if in in this situation in an election. So I've been concerned that Trump won't get the majority of the votes, but um, you know, might come close to getting the electoral votes in given states, and then if for whatever reason they say. Nope, it went to Biden. Then Trump says, no, no, we're going to sit around for a recount and then keep stalling and keep stalling that there might be a lot of civil unrest. People saying, you better get out of there in January. What if he doesn't get out in January? Um, We've never had a situation where we had this sort of strongly disputed election, at least not in my lifetime, when it was a seated, seated president. This fear happens every single four years that I've been on the air on this show. Is there's always the fear that, what if Barack Obama doesn't let go of the office? What if George Bush never leaves and enacts martial law to stop people from taking him out of office? And, it, of course, it's never actually transpired in that way. But, Crichton, what were you going to say about this? Well, I was going to actually mildly disagree with my spirit host, Mark. Yes. And um, they... they this is propaganda in the sense that not that, that they, they do this. They actually do do this. It's the fact that they do this every time 
They do this kind of gaming exercise every single time. The only reason you're hearing about it now is because it gives them an excuse later. Because this is the way I think it's going to go down. If Trump actually wants to be reelected, reelected, and I'm not sure that he does, but if he does, he will be elected because he has total control of this. Um, but if he doesn't want to be reelected, for example, because he doesn't want to be remembered as the as the president during the Second Great Depression, yeah, um, that he will subtly throw it and. Which case? Well, wait a minute. How is he going to throw the election? Because some people have said that they don't think Trump wanted to win the first time, and that he was actually genuinely surprised uh, when he <laughs> when he did win. So, you know, what makes you think he can throw this election, and how would he do that? I have successfully predict, predicted every single uh, presidency since I was seventeen years old. Wow! All right, and I've you got a better number I've than uh, New Hampshire right now. Um, and. The reason I am good at this is because I think that I think that a lot of the reason I'm good at this is because I can separate myself from what I want versus what I see. Okay. Um, and that that's hard for most people to do. Sure. I knew that Trump was going to win about a month after he announced. I knew he was going to wipe him out, and I knew that because I knew that he was good at this. He was he could frame the the, the narrative like no one else. No one else alive, probably. So how's he going to throw so, the election? He's got tremendous momentum. He's got, you know, a, a huge fan base. In fact, some say a much larger fan base than people will realize or let on because some people will vote for Trump but say they voted for Biden because they don't want fan, their friends. But, but it's a vote. I don't think there's anything that Trump could say or do that could cost him his base. Yeah, that's, that's, well, what, that's my, my if belief. Anybody can throw the, if anybody could throw it at this point, it's him. I mean, the dude it's, got it's caught saying him. he wanted to grab women by their private parts. Ten and, years, 15 years ago. But oh, he got okay, caught. But he still said that. He got caught got before the election. Okay. I got, I got and, that they trotted it out. And the guy down What in, about Biden? I mean, there's actual sexual molestation allegations against him. And uh, well, there's, I'm not aware of any sexual molestation allegations that, that's against That's neither them. here nor there. Mm. There I'm, has I'm never of, been a president, presidential candidate in our lifetime that wasn't a piece of Garbage. You know what? Yeah, that, that's never happened. I mean, yeah, it's in the job uh, description. <laughs> but the, it really, it really is that Trump is a master of framing his opponent. If he wants to win, he can obliterate Biden. If he does not want to win, he can not obliterate. I don't Biden. think he could not not obliterate Biden. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can't imagine why the guy actually uh, agreed <laughs> to three debates. I cannot believe it. He'd be well, better off staying here, in his here, basement. Here, Here's what here's what's gonna happen. I think with the little kids. I think if he wants to win, <laughs> Trump will win in a big way, and then there's going to be riots. And this this piece is actually a propaganda piece for coverage because that's going to happen regardless of whether or not it was a uh, legitimate. Well, some people say, um, and uh, Crichton, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate the thoughts. Some people say there's going to be riots whether or not Trump uh, wins. Even if Biden wins, it's not going to slow down the uh, people in the. It's 
Free Talk Live. You bring up what you want here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Like freedom, that's 855-450-3733. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Mark. And Free Talk Live is going to be in Dallas, meaning Mark is going to be in Dallas, August 6th through the, uh, the 8th for Mobilize 2020. Yep. It's going to be the biggest liberty-oriented networking event this year, and it's invitation only, but you can get your invitation easily by going to yaliberty.org, which stands for Young Americans for Liberty. Liberty. Uh, yaliberty.org slash mobilize, and you can register there. That's Mobilize 2020 Dallas, August 6th through the 8th yaliberty.org slash mobilize and we did actually have a caller from dallas just by chance uh here because we are on the air it's actually one of the biggest cities in which we have a radio station but it's it's overnights so they run us in the middle of the night and uh, we're still grateful to be there but apparently uh, according to the caller they have some sort of a mask mandate and sure enough a story from texastribune.org from earlier this week or late last week three weeks after governor greg abbott required texans to wear masks Epidemiologists and disease modelers say they're cautiously optimistic that the mandate is helping the state turn a corner in its efforts to contain an outbreak that has killed more than 4,500 Texans, which is almost no one uh, compared to the population of Texas. Throughout the summer, Texas... But it is still 4,500 people who, according to the typical narrative, would still be alive today. Maybe they would, if maybe it they wouldn't. For COVID nineteen, we don't know though. Uh, I agree, yeah. but that's the narrative. Yeah, and, and that's the assumption people make. Oh, well, my cousin got COVID nineteen and died. He would still be alive today if, if these people wore masks. If or your whatever. cousin is uh, below the age of seventy, it is unlikely that your cousin would uh, would would die. Period. Like, if that, you that's start- not the point, though, no. because people's cousins who are twenty five years old have died. They have. There's complications arising yes. from COVID-19. People who are 25 year olds have died from lots of diseases. But if this if you were going to design a disease, if you were a government, and I'm not saying this is what happened. But if you were a government to, that was intending to design a disease, you would, would design a disease that would kill off the people that did the least for the economy. And that's what we're seeing. I don't think that's what the government would want, though. They don't want the people who do the least for the economy. They want the people who do the least thinking to survive. They want the smart people to die. The people who are smart enough to question orders. Well, you got to have smart people to engineer things and smart people to build the, uh, you know, the machinations of war. And- sure, but you can get all of that from within your elite circle for the most part. You may not get the best. But plenty of rich people are dying because of this disease. They just happen to be right. old and fat also. Yeah. Yeah. The requirements, by the way, in Texas is that those living in counties with more than 20 coronavirus cases must wear a face covering over their nose and mouth while in a business or other building open to the public, as well as outdoor public spaces whenever so-called social distancing is not possible. And, of course, does have exceptions, including children under 10. Uh, We've seen some states where it's mandatory on kids over two. two. Uh, people who have a medical condition that prevents them from wearing a mask, people who are eating or drinking, and those exercising outdoors. It went into effect, it looks like, earlier this month. So what behavior outdoors can you engage in other than standing or sitting that would not qualify as exercise? And I think even even standing would technically qualify as exercise. Well, that's a, t- that's a stretch. Yeah, I but any amount of movement would qualify as exercise. 
right. If you want to argue walking it. wood, yeah. um, I would agree with that. You know, well, to York- me, outside, I mean, you want people to wear masks outside it's in Texas. When so social, outrageous. Quote: When social distancing is not possible. Okay. So anytime you might come nearby another human being. So if you're on the same sidewalk as another person, then they would require you to wear a mask. Well, there you go. Now, how are these written? Because I've seen some interesting things about people wearing only masks. Meaning naked and just a mask? Yes, but the mask isn't over their face. (laughs) But they they are technically wearing a face mask. They're just wearing it in the wrong place. So how are these regulations written? Well, I'm certainly not going to tell them to take it off. I suspect they've covered that one, uh, Aria. You think so? Covered? Where they define. I I saw the one, at least from Keene, the proposed ordinance here in Keene, New Hampshire, and it it does specify that the mask can't have a hole where the mouth is and that it needs to be on your face and covering your nose uh, and your mouth. I mean, I'm pretty sure they've got that covered, but it is an important question because most people will never actually read uh the various different ordinances and, and laws and such in this case they say first-time violators will be issued a warning though repeat offenders could be fined up to 250 dollars. and what if you texas. don't pay the fine i don't know that's that's a question somebody in texas would have to answer i know that here in new hampshire they will put you in jail if you don't pay the fine i suspect that's true in most places but most people never get that far because they pay yeah. they do what they're told they pay yeah a lot of times it's like speeding tickets and things like that where they can go after your license but if you're just talking about a fine a civil fine given to you by a government it's kind of a curious situation yeah fight it i I, I promise i promise you they'll drop it i think that they would that's what we see here in new hampshire but most people don't fight because it's burdensome you know it takes time sure and most folks don't want to go to court it's scary uh, it's a time waster. You're going to drop hours of your life into this court system where you could just pay the money and be on with it, right? Yep. Uh, that's that's what they and they they know that people think that way. Let's go to Larry. He's in Indianapolis. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Larry. Uh oh. I don't know what uh, what you're connected to us with, Larry, but you sound real tinny, real far away. Hey, oh my God, the was on the speakerphone. Much better. Much I just better. Said, said it on, Fit the fine on your tax bill, but anyway, I'm just sitting there laughing and thinking about when 9/11 happened. They used to march Ashcraft out, Bush march him out there, and they spend the color wheel. Oh, it's orange today. Oh, it's yellow today. Why didn't we get a color wheel by now? They Some actually, places have it. Um, actually, the the Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana Islands has it. They're blue currently. They proposed that. In, that was actually part of the story we didn't get to last night. Uh, the story about the total uh-huh. crackdown that the Washington Post was advocating for would include a uh, severity of uh, whatever arbitrary color wheel that they come up with. That, you know, that's later. not what I was calling about. I was calling to talk about how these athletes are, are burning their meal ticket down. I see some boys the other day, the professional athletes. You know how they talking about this Black Lives Matters and all this stuff like that? Not all really. they doing is talk, talking themselves out of a job because nobody's going to come watch them. The stadium's going to be half empty any day. Always. Well, so that doesn't have anything think, to do with them being in favor of Black Lives Matter as much as yeah, it does it really people does being because afraid. They're most complete, of the, people the stems are, are completely empty right now, other than the cardboard cutout. People. Are they even going to let people in? Like, Are they allowing people to even buy tickets? Send it, they're not. In many cases, no. And they're a bunch of cowards, right? Yes, they are. They're a bunch of like cowards. And they're not well, they're going to build most of those stadiums. They won't even go out and they're making all that money, but that's going to strip them a lot of people 
and it's going to stop the pipeline when these colleges don't play because that's where they get their players from. Somebody's out to destroy professional sports and to destroy the entertainer, too. Just think all these entertainers is buddy is based on getting out and touring and stuff. And that's, most of them. that's a good point, Larry, and thank you for the call tonight. That's almost all of the uh, musical performances out there. They don't make much off of record deals. It's going and performing for live audiences and selling T-shirts that really does the They trick. have records still? Marilyn Manson dropped a new album today, I just remembered. And there's more shatter. It's free. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com Free Talk Live. Dial in toll free. Bring up what you want right here. 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. With you tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Mark. Just as the Internet is a global network that connects local networks, Intercoin is a global currency platform that enables communities around the world to issue and manage their own currency to circulate among their local population. Intercoin enables fintech innovation on the local community level, leading to stronger communities, greater sustainability, less poverty, and more productivity. Intercoin is attempting to regain some of our freedoms that are threatened on the Internet and in meat space. We think that's important here on Free Talk Live, so we accepted $40,000 worth of Intercoin tokens from Intercoin Incorporated for advertising. If you think freedom is important, too, check out Intercoin at intercoin.org. You can invest in this project and potentially make big gains or just be involved and perhaps shape its future. Intercoin.org. As we continue, you can bring up what you want. We had uh, just scratched the surface of the story where AMC Theaters, the currently closed mega theater corporation that they supposedly will open at some point in the future. Uh, we don't know when that's going to be because, well, most of the movie companies continue to push back all their major releases that they've been touting for the last several months. They uh, the the dates keep keep getting pushed back, uh, but they've uh, they've cut a deal, so they're they're trying to mend the the fences here. They were angry at each other earlier uh, during the COVID season as Universal Pictures released movies online. AMC, you know, pounded their feet, uh, stomped their feet, and said, "Well, we're not going to let you show movies in our theaters anymore." Well, now that's that's over. They're going to be getting back together, but with one major change. According to Business Insider, AMC and Universal, after a three-month-long feud, have reached a deal that could have major ramifications for the future of the movie business. AMC and Universal announced this week that the much-debated theatrical window would shorten to 17 days. Whoa! Me- oh, oh, oh. Two weeks. Just over two and a half so weeks. How long Down is from the- what? Yeah, it's got to be months. Down from 75. Wow. Days. Days. So, two and a half months after the release of a movie before is when they would release it onto video or whatever yeah. whatever methods they would. Now it'll be down to 17 days. Correct. 
So that's basically, okay, so 17 days is the first weekend, the second weekend, and the third weekend. Not even. No? Well, I guess if you look at weekends, then... Weekends is what they look at, I can assure you. Yeah. Uh, well, no, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right about that. So it you're would right be like that? the, um, you know, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's three mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so you're starting on Monday, so Monday to Monday to Mon- uh, to Sunday. One, two... It's very nice of them to give them three weekends. Yeah, yeah three that's weekends. It. That's it. Uh, they announced that it would be 17 days, meaning Universal's movies would be able to debut on premium video-on-demand services 17 days after premiering at AMC Theaters. The previous window, again, was two to three months. It's a dramatic shift for a system that Jeff Bach, the Exhibitor Relations Senior Media Analyst, characterized a business insider as archaic. The agreement doesn't mean that consumers could wait 17 days and get a standard-priced rental instead of going to a theater, however... PVOD digital rentals at services like iTunes and Amazon are typically priced at $20 a pop for new releases. Wow. So this is different than the movie on video release date. That may still be 90 days down the road or whenever that time frame is. Well, presumably it takes time to cut a DVD. They could have that ready to go. Stuff. True. They, 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 there's some sort of a, a deal in place there that prohibits DVD sales from starting... And then I don't know how many days that one is, but it seems well, relatively short these Can you days. explain to me what this 17-day window is then? Well, that's what they're saying here. They're trying to explain it's the PVOD, Premium Video On Demand. So the equivalent of the Trolls 2 release where it was only okay. available on online, demand. On, de- on demand through Universal. So I'm not buying, like if I wouldn't go to Amazon.com or Netflix and buy the video and then it would be added to my collection. No. This would just be the ability to view it You'd be in able sort to... of a rental situation. Correct. Evidently for an exorbitant amount. Well, well, $20 for a the, rental, that's For a insane. single person, it is. Yes. For Even for a family, yeah, that's no, insane. It's not. Think that's about not. it for a family. Like, you know, Mark, he's got one kid, but some people have two. Well, yeah, but that one kid needs a butt and a seat. You almost can't walk into a Marvel movie without paying $12 per person. Mm-hmm. That's 36 bucks right. if Jack can talk his mother into going. So, And then popcorn and all that other stuff. So it's a savings. You're in for at least 50 bucks if, if you're a family going to the movies. You know. See, I don't have kids, but what I do have is U-Torrent. Yes, um, and that certainly exists. And So to me... Coming from that perspective, yeah. oh, well, I, you, you're not competing with the movie theaters here when you're talking video on demand. You're competing with the Pirate Bay. Yeah, sure. And I'm but- willing to pay for your stupid subscription service. I'm willing to rent your movie if the price is right. Yeah, that's but- for a single person. It's a lot. And I've done this from Amazon. I rent a movie for two ninety nine or one ninety nine or whatever, but twenty dollars, no. I am torrenting it. I haven't rented a movie in forever. I mean, I've got Netflix. They send me But you have DVDs. the old Netflix yeah. where they send you actual <laughs> yeah. discs. Yeah, Netflix true. no longer has movies. Um, uh, ne- not anything good. I mean, they do still have movies, but it's know. basically I... just originals now. That's the only thing to find there worth okay, watching. Okay, well, I've got the DVDs and Blu- Blu-rays. I can rent almost every movie that I ever want to see. They're yeah. all there. See, I-, I would just stream it. I don't, I don't, I don't want to... But I almost never do it anyway, so I've been sitting on it. I sit on movies for like two, three, four months before I actually sit down and watch them. Uh, because of this, AMC is likely not as worried about a huge chunk of customers seeing the online versions as a deal relative to theaters. Re- assuming the public health crisis of the coronavirus pandemic eventually dissipates, the feud between AMC and Universal began, and we explained what happened there. It was over the Trolls sequel 
where Universal just put it out there and said, you know what, if we can't put it in theaters, we're not going to wait. We're going to try this new system, and it actually worked out really well for them. Financially, they made more money, even though the total gross for the film was a little bit lower uh, than the one that came prior to it. What is the video quality of these projectors? I assume it's probably At 4K? the theaters? Yeah. It's it got to be at least 4K. I mean, it's certainly higher than than 1080p, I would think. I don't know. It's a great question. They did put all new digital projectors in here in Keene a few, several years ago. So I've I, mean, actually, I know the audio quality there is better than what you're going to get at home, unless you spend four or $5,000 on you Nah, know, you don't need to spend that room. kind of money these days. To compete with the actual quality in a movie theater, you don't I think need you the, do. You don't need the size speakers that they have in a movie theater because you're not trying to fill a humongous room. I mean, unless your theater is the same size as the actual movie theater which almost no one has a home theater like that if you're just trying to fill this little room that we're sitting in here i mean you don't need a humongous subwoofer i've got a subwoofer in my uh my little tv room here that is way bigger than is necessary to fill that room yeah, I but don't you're even not going to get the, and you as an audiophile you know this you're not going to get the audio quality out of a out of a walmart subwoofer and soundbar as you're going to get out of these sound you don't have to go to walmart i mean you can get a, a nice pair of sony's or jbl's or whatever i mean you don't have to spend that much money i've had that sony subwoofer i spent three hundred dollars on it two decades ago and it is bigger than I need for probably, you know, multiple rooms. It's humongous. I don't even have that, I don't think, turned up to like 30% of the amount of oomph that can come out of it. I love subwoofers, yeah. I, nice. So uh, there was one time out of one of the Marvel movies that somebody gave me access online to like a Czechoslovakian pirated version or something. Mm-hmm. And it was a it was a good version. It wasn't like somebody held a phone up in the movie theater or anything. I wouldn't be willing to watch that. But I watched that a couple of times and then still went to the movie theater and watched uh, watched it there. But I got to say that it was it was a pretty good experience watching it. It's the only time that I watched a Marvel movie first on the computer rather than watching it, Hmm. um, you know, in the theater first. And, eh, you know, it was a nice experience. It was still good enough for me. The only version of Endgame that I've ever seen was a transport stream, which is one of the camcorder versions. But it was in HD. And other than the fact that the colors washed out a bit for 30 seconds or so at one point, it was indistinguishable from having it on DVD. Well, if you put, you know, television screens these days or monitors are humongous for next to no cost compared to what they used to be. You yeah. can get a 50-inch, 60-inch screen at Walmart for like 400, bucks, for four yeah. or 500 bucks. Uh, you throw a, a semi-decent speaker system in there and you really... Yeah. You're doing fine, honestly. 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. The flat screen TV I've had, I've had since 2000. It's Free Talk Live, and you're invited if you want to join us here. Toll-free number, 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. With you tonight, Ian. Aria. And Mark. We're talking about the movie business, which you know everybody loves movies, right? Uh, it's we all have our favorites, whatever those might happen to be. But will horror you, movies? What's that? Horror movies. What's your favorite? My favorite horror movie. Do you have one? Or there's too many to choose from. Oh God, man! I, which horror movie have you seen more than any other? I don't know. There's not one that stands out, huh? Uh, th- there is, but I can't think of the name because I haven't seen it more than any other. It's probably my favorite, though. Hmm. Um, 
It, it, it was I, I, so good. You don't remember the name of it. Well, it was it was last October, right? And each October, I watch like seventy thousand horror movies because huh. it's October. So of course I do. And you watch a lot of like the bad, low budget ones too. I, right? I watched a lot of those, but yeah. I, this one wasn't one of those. It was something about uh, mythology and the the. I, I, man, I wish I could remember. That's a terrible answer. I expected so yeah. much more out of a horror fan. Yeah. Chartarum. Chartarum. Do you remember? What the hell was, was the, that? Oh, that was like a free stater thing. Yeah, wasn't like it or like something? a libertarian uh, horror movie <laughs> that was uh, put together like ten years ago. <laughs> That's right. Were you in that one? No. Okay, I know that Dale, one of our former co-hosts. Yeah, was many in of that our uh, listeners were, but we didn't have the time. Wasn't I mean, it we're... one of our listeners who produced that movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know if I have any favorite. Chartarum. I can't remember yeah. the last actually good horror movie that i watched though because that's for, sad for really? every for every one good one there's 10 out there that are just, just terrible terrible and this was one of those good i want to say it was Candyman, but i don't the original no the remake i believe see i haven't seen any of them i've heard the original was actually really good i'm pretty sure it was Candyman with tony todd uh the star there so uh if you want to Call in. We can talk about movies like generally. That's cool too. Eight fifty five four fifty free like freedom. That's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. I did see the most recent horror movie uh, that I saw was Halloween, the third reboot or remake or whatever the hell you want to call it. The one from twenty eighteen. Oh, the, most, the, the true most sequel one. to the original. Yes. That's yeah. how they're framing and it. And I liked it. I haven't seen it yet. I liked it. Now, Is it good? Did you see the original? Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not a heretic. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I have not seen the Rob Zombie ones because I don't I think either. Rob Zombie has any business making horror movies. But yeah. that point aside. Did he buy Halloween? He bought the rights to make some of the movies, I guess. Okay. Was, and, and then he humanized yeah. Michael Myers, which was the uh, counter to the entire point of Michael Myers. Okay. According to the guy who created Michael Myers, by the way, who distanced himself from the Rob Zombie remakes because Rob Zombie doesn't know what it com- doesn't know what he's doing when it comes to making m- pretty much anything, including music. I would say the uh, Hollywood or the Hollywood, the Halloween, the 2018 version of it was a better kind of follow up film, but similar to like the, the more recent Terminator one, Terminator Dark Fate that came out. So the two had sort of similar qualities in that they had the sort of female heroine who was, you know, real strong, right? Like or they, they didn't start strong, but they became the strong character, right? So Character's Sarah, development, that's uh, important so for a Sarah, movie, yeah. Sarah Connor, of course, was, yeah. like, you know, this little weak waitress when Terminator started and then she became this badass. And then yes, the, in, the, in the most <laughs> recent version, she's like an ultra badass and she's like, taking on oh, terminators really? single-handedly uh the last one i watched was terminator 3 i think rise of the machines yeah i liked that it, one. it was all right I it was, was good it was a fun romp I mean, yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't like groundbreaking no. and world shattering like t2 was but they but blew some crap up and you they, know had yeah. a good time doing it i really enjoyed uh, t2 yeah, so yeah, yeah, so you had this sort of but Terminator was great too. This sort of badass heroine kind of thing going with uh, with Sarah Connor, right? And they continued that, but Dark Fate just wasn't that great of a movie. It was fine, but it wasn't anything to really get excited about. Um, like Toy Story six or whatever number. I haven't, on. I haven't seen the most recent one, but I've I've liked all the Toy Stories that I've seen. But uh, the Halloween one also brought back Laurie, the main character. Was it Strode? I think was yeah, her Strode. last name. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, who again was just a little babysitter in the in the original, and then she's turned into like this badass, tough as nails uh, bitch that's like training with weapons, and she's ready. You know, she's she's like she's. So she's, is this like her versus Michael Myers? 
Kind of. Is that like the plot, like that's, Alien versus Predator kind of thing? Where well, I mean, it's not the same thing as Alien versus Predator, but that no, is no, the idea. Is you she, got this badass over here and this yeah, badass over that's here. That's what it is. So I what happens if you shoot tonight? Mike Myers with a shotgun? <laughs> he comes back to life. Okay. Yeah, you, he can't be killed. Yeah. Have, have right. you seen Halloween, Mark? I saw Halloween, but it's been a long time. I don't. He it, dies in every single one of them. I don't <laughs> willingly subject myself to uh, horror movies. I uh, I like a horror movie, but I don't watch most of like the whole series of these things. So I've seen the original Halloween. I've seen the sequel to Halloween. And then I skipped the rest of them until H2O. And then I skipped the rest of them after that. Well, there was that. only one more. Wasn't there a season of The Witch, Halloween 3? No, there was like six Halloweens before they got to H2O, I think. Really? Okay. Yeah. So H2O well, was the first time. they skipped some as well then. H2O was the first time they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis. And it was it was decent for what it was. It was. Right. I rewatched yeah. it recently. I was like, wow, I can't believe I ever liked this because there's not much movie there. It's a short movie. Yeah. Um, but she's not a badass in that movie. She's just sort of like a tough mom. Yeah, but she becomes one toward the end. And that's yeah. the point. The whole it was beautiful. I mean, she lived in fear Character her entire development's life. Important. Trauma, yeah. PTSD, right. and all this. And the sudden she was like, no, I, I'm not running from this anymore. I like that. I mean, you know, that's a, that's the kind of message I can get behind with my movies is don't be a victim. If Have you, you seen like H2O? That? No, I don't watch horror movies. If you liked that There's about no- H2O, she's that end part for the whole movie in in the new Halloween. Now, to be fair, she's not in the whole movie, but the whole time she's in it, she's the badass Laurie who's like... What's the rest of the movie? Just yeah. building up Michael yeah. Myers and what's going on. So you watched... The only Marvel movie you watched was Doctor Strange. No, you took me to uh, one of the... The early ones. I think I, th- you I took, took me you to, to, to Iron Man. Iron, no, 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 no. You yeah, took me to the Captain America. Was it Captain America? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was like um, a plane All of the and Captain America of movies are worth watching. Okay. The, the first Avenger is probably the weakest of them, and that's the one I took him to. Yeah. Anyway, um, the second Doctor Strange is slated yeah, to yeah. be a horror movie. No, really? Yeah. So huh. Doctor Strange always existed in his own little universe, uh, huh. in, in, even in the comics. Okay. I mean, yeah, there was definitely crossover. He was a founding member of the Defenders or whatever, and he huh. uh, you know, dealt with every one of the teams. But usually if you read a Doctor Strange comic, you're going to be dealing with demons and, uh, you know, tentacled things and you know okay. astral projection and you know going in this plane and all that kind of thing. Right. And that's they're, – they're taking the sort of the magic – oriented people in the marvel universe and they're going to make a horror based movie surrounding that to me that's that's counterproductive because the entire appeal of horror is the realism and once you insert magical characters who can bend time and space you lose that appeal well it's no longer something that could happen or that's that's going to terrify you because it's what it would where would you put the genre where somebody goes to hell and for what you know deals with demons and uh, alternate dimensions and things like that where would you put that genre i would probably consider that to be a monster movie and not a horror movie okay well, uh, monster I, I movie versus horror movie and there's a subtle distinction between i mean was those. alien I mean, one of the greatest not hor- necessarily because i would lump them into you know the godzilla movies as being monster okay movies as okay well. true and true. i would say the same thing about the but godzilla doesn't have that jump scare aspect to it alien the original well, horror isn't Weaver. about jump scares oh look i'm not here to tell you what horror is about <laughs> i'm trying to distinguish what where it you became put- about in the late Thousands. Fine. 80s? Plenty of jump scares in old 80s horror. So there's a different... You look at Alien versus Aliens 2. Aliens 2 is clearly a action movie. It's just Aliens. There's no 2. I'm sorry. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Alien versus Aliens. Uh, Aliens is a 
action movie, but Alien is a horror movie. I don't know how to tell you this. Yep. I've never seen any of them. Well, um, it's <laughs> one of the greatest horror movies of all time. There I know, but the last so time many. I tried to watch it, there was an issue with my sound system where the quiet parts were like too quiet for mm. me to hear. And then suddenly, the, because it was mixed in the 80s, and then suddenly the loud parts were like deafening. That. There so, are. I, I could revisit those, it now. Yeah, it's one of those movies where so many movies were influenced by it. You know, you can yeah. see, you'll be able to, you'll be watching and be like, oh, yeah, that's obviously an influence on all these other movies that. Uh, that I've been watching over the years. Yeah, you actually um, had a laser disc version of like a director's cut. Yeah. that we got to see at a uh, a business where your dad worked that had a private movie theater. Yeah, and it was one of the single best viewing experiences I had in my life. I got to say that that really was pretty amazing. And that's the kind of stuff that was back when you could you could drop three hundred thousand dollars on a home theater. Those that's what the kind of things that were being sold at that particular place. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we we could talk about the pop culture aspect and you know favorite movies and your welcome to comment as well but uh, what what brought this whole conversation on is things are changing uh if the if the movie business can even survive this covid crackdown that's been going on because they have had no revenue for the last five months uh and there's no there's no start you know there's no starting date for when they're going to throw the doors open they don't know when they're going to reopen we just talked to carlos who was on with us last night he went while he's been visiting keen he went to the keen cinemas which is open and showing classic movies like back to the future and batman and the original jurassic park and i asked him how many people were in the theater with you and he said no one no one it was just him 855 450 free like freedom hour three's next it's free talk live do you want more businesses accepting Bitcoin Cash and Dash? Now, with AnyPay, you earn passive income for every purchase at those businesses. Finally, a financial incentive to spread Bitcoin Cash and Dash. You made it happen, so you receive the rewards. Download the AnyPay Cash Register app and add your cryptocurrency wallet addresses. Then, install it at a real-life business and tell us what you did at AnyPayInc.com. AnyPayInc.com. It's Free Talk Live, kicking off the third hour of the program. You can dial in here toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. Our number, 855-450-FREE, like freedom, 855-450-3733. In the studio with you tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Mark. We're going to continue with more of your calls and thoughts. Is the movie business going to even survive the COVID crackdown? I mean, how long could you keep your business around if you couldn't pay the rent for five six well the movie business will survive months. the question is whether the, the theaters though the, the live theaters. screening to a mass audience business will survive yeah it's not looking too good uh, i was just mentioning right before we went to the news break there that the local movie theater in a, a bid to try to stay relevant and i think it's a smart move mark you were just marveling over the uh the list of classic movies that they're playing there every back to the future jaws. every uh raiders of the lost ark every uh harry batman. potter there's jaws batman jurassic park jurassic park yeah it was amazing evidently the original halloween 
Yes. Yeah, I, I hadn't seen that one on their original list, so they must have just recently added that. And, and I would point out uh, Jaws, also a, uh, one of the most important uh, horror I, movies. Out I would have gone to see I would it. Call I, that suspense. I've never seen it. Right. I've never seen Jaws, and I would have gone, but you have to wear a mask to get into the lobby of the movie theater, and I'm not going to do it. In fact, we even tried to go. It was Aria and I and a friend of yours mm-hmm. uh, who showed up. So we had three people, and the idea was, well, what will they say if there's a group of people? without a mask who want to buy tickets you know given that there's only one person in the theater in a lot of these theaters that it's not just carlos who was on last night who said that there's another activist friend of ours uh will who's been to he says several of these movies and the only the only one that he's been to so far that had more than just him in the theater was i think empire strikes back and there were three people in the theater Mm. so there's not a huge demand for people to go back to the these movie theaters uh even though it was actually during uh, the fork fest and the porcupine freedom festival we were talking about how it was actually jurassic park was once again the number one box office uh (laughs) generator in early july it was only half a million dollars that they generated but they did that with like 250 screens because there's most theaters aren't open at all so of those theaters that were open and showing these classic movies it was actually jurassic park once again that's exciting that's Uh, fun to say pretty cool it was a cool story let's go to kirby he's on the line in indianapolis you're on free talk live go ahead kirby Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, Kirby. Uh, we we will not have an economy at all this time next year. Mm. Uh, I've been listening to them all night. Uh, airlines are going to go out of business. Buses are going to go out of business. Uh, movie theaters, they're dead. Uh, wait a minute. You think buses will go out of business, too? I mean, because if the airlines go yeah, out I of mean, business, like, so, people got to get somewhere somehow. <laughs> I think more people, people be right are going to drive. People yeah. are going to drive, but Greyhound and Trailway. I, I can't see them staying in business when your bus will only hold at maximum, what, 50 or 60 people, and now they're going to tell you you have to cut that in half. Yeah. They, they're not going to be able to stay in business. Uh, the local restaurants here, they have to close at 11 o'clock. You know, I got off work last Friday, and there's a bar right up the street from where I work, and I usually stop in there after work and grab a burger sure. and a beer. They closed at 11 o'clock on a Friday night. Is this wow. because of a curfew? Yeah. Why are they closing so early? Yeah, uh, because our governor issued an order on the 27th. Uh, basically, it said you have to wear a mask even outdoors. Uh, bars have to close at 11 o'clock. And the very next day, however, our attorney general uh, wrote a letter, posted it online, saying that this is illegal. You cannot do that. That's ruling by fiat. If you want to do this, you have to call a special session of the General Assembly. Uh, I've actually talked to a few cops, which is something I'm loathe to do, but I needed information. And they've advised me they're not going to enforce this because there's nothing for them to write up. It's there, hmm. This right. is madness. Yeah, so uh, hold on. The public- governor said – I just want to make sure I'm following you. The governor said – there's a mask mandate and bars have to close at 11 o'clock. The attorney general said just the bar part was illegal or the mask mandate was also no, illegal. The, he said the mask mandate was pure, uh, was illegal, period. Uh, everything that the governor said on the 27th was illegal, okay. period. But are the he bars open again have, or are they staying closed? No, 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 they're scared. 
Yep. They, they, so, they close at 11 or That's all it takes. Right, right? Yeah. So even told, though the top cop you know, comes out and says that this is an illegal order, they're still scared? Yeah, I mean, this is a country that's yeah. been free Jesus of a Christ. dictator for uh, uh, close to 250 years now, and people still want to, to flock around a strong man, whoever it might, whomever it might be. Pathetic. Yeah, you know, like Rage Against the Machine said, when they say jump, you say how high. That's how it is. That That's is totally exactly how it is. what's going on. We and I know I told you last week that we had gone from freedom to tyranny overnight. Well, and you know, me, and I, pre- I appreciate that because you were right. We weren't in a free state to begin no, with. No, we weren't. We were. We they've been laying the groundwork for this. Right they've been laying the groundwork for this for generations. This has been, uh, you know, decades and decades. They've been pounding yep. this obedience into into people's heads. I just moments ago during one of the breaks, I was having a uh, conversation on text message with a local business owner who is frustrated as hell uh, with a lot of these regulations that they're they're talking about. Now they haven't passed a mask mandate here in in Keene, New Hampshire yet, but it doesn't matter. Talking they're, about it. they're about to pass an encouragement, right? Encouraging people to wear masks. And well, the they way were talking about business- a mandate. They were, but they pulled it back because Nashua got sued over theirs. No, no, no. Have, are you talking about them pulling it back again? Because they pulled it back once. It's not and, a mandate. It's an encouragement. It's being called a mandate. But they've been talking about doing a mandate recently. Like no, the language the of the bill week. is that it, it encourages people. They're coming to wear out masks. with a new one this week. Yes, it's an encouragement, not a mandate. But you've every- read the newest version as of like last week slash this week. I'm because they had a meeting last week. I'm going off of what Filio has said about it, and he's the guy who wrote it. When did you hear it from him? It was, it was a Sentinel source. When? I don't recall. Like within the last few days or within the last couple months? Well, he's not going to propose a mandate while the city of Nashua is being sued over there. They, they won the first court hearing. Did they? Yep. So that's why it came back, and now they're talking about making it a mandate again. So some business owners are understandably upset about this. This business owner tells me, that uh, I'm not going to say he or she, but this person uh, does not want to fight with customers over masks. This person says that uh, bars and restaurants are bound to close. And I said, well, if you're going to close, all the more reason to just do what you want and run your business the way you think will work. Business owners should be free to say whatever policies they want and let the market decide. But that would get in the way of politicians' obsession with control and obedience. And the business owner replies by saying, they will take my license and permits to do business. But if she's going to close anyway. That's why I said you next. Have or if he's going to close yeah. anyway. Right. That's why I said, right. But if they're going to put you under, you have nothing to lose. And also, some people have had tremendous support shown by those who appreciate a business standing up against the gang. There was the barber in Michigan and the salon owner in Dallas. I think she raised half a million dollars. Now, obviously, there's no guarantee that that's going to happen again uh, or that same level of support will will come for a, a you know somebody who might own a bar or a restaurant or something like that. But yeah, Kirby, you're absolutely right. These poor business owners, they've been so beaten down. They've, they've been turned so obedient. Now you've got bar owners in Indianapolis who could open past 11 o'clock, are not doing it simply because they're uncertain or scared or whatever and it's it's sad i mean well i guess they figured out that covid does you know only is only dangerous after 11 p.m right <laughs> that's it i i suppose so it, it's just it, it's heartbreaking to me man. you yeah. know I, now you can't I get a burger around, after work they've come well i mean i true true but you know it, it's just heartbreaking to me because these the businesses that are truly being hurt yeah. are mom and pop. Yeah, right. Uh, Burger uh, King's going to be fine. Are, yeah, yep. Burger King because they got a drive through. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, White Castle's going to be just fine. 
But Dude. like like a friend of mine, he owns a couple of restaurants. He, he's doing no business. None. Carlos, you know, the guy that's visiting, said he was in the drive-thru at KFC Taco Bell for 45 minutes. I didn't know they were open. I thought they had closed. Wow. No, they, they remodeled. They're yeah. back. Yeah. Thanks, for, uh, Kirby. Thanks for sharing that sad story tonight. Keep us in the loop with what's going on out there in Indianapolis and uh, in Indiana because it's it's crazy there, too, it sounds like. I appreciate it. Toll-free number here is 855-450-FREESO. Kirby's saying things are going to be way worse a year from now. And he might be right. 855-450-FREE. They don't seem to be backing off of this COVID crackdown. If anything, it's getting worse in most places across the United States. What's it like where you are? It's It's Free Talk Live. You are invited to join us on the radio. If you want to talk about how crazy things are getting, it's not getting better in a lot of places. And I'm not talking about the coronavirus. People are fine as far as coronavirus is concerned. A few people have died, whatever. Uh, That's what happens in life. You take risks and then you die. But the government goons have been cracking down and the crackdowns appear to be getting worse in a lot of places. We just had Kirby on the line in Indianapolis saying that there is a curfew for bars. Now, bars have to shut down after 11 p.m. at night. And that's because the governor said so. But then the AG, Attorney General, said, no, the governor is making illegal orders. But yet the bars are still shutting down because they're still afraid. And it's just a culture of fear that is all over the place. And it's not getting better. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Mark. Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. Great place to go to learn about Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash and cryptocurrency in general. Recommend Bitcoin.com for anybody that's brand new to cryptocurrency. And you know what? It's not too late to get involved. I mean, Bitcoin has had a major jump in just the last week. It has gone from around ninety-two to $9,500 to like $11,200, I think is like where it's at right now. Uh, and it's it was a relatively quick jump. I think it took like a, a day or so yep. to shoot up by almost $2,000. And anyone so. who took my advice back in March or April or May, whenever it was when I told people to take that $1,200 stimulus check and use it to buy gold or cryptocurrency – has They're made it good. at least $200 off of that. Either send one your, of them, you're doing good. Send your thanks to uh, tips.freetalklive.com. I don't know if that exists. What, uh, which one is it? What is it? Bitcoin.freetalklive.com? That'll get you to our Bitcoin okay. wallets. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, so let's go back to your phone calls and thoughts. We have Daryl. He's calling from San Francisco. Daryl, are you guys still locked down out there? What's what's going on in uh, in old San Fran? Well, hardly, hardly, hardly nobody walks the street in downtown San Francisco still, on Market Street. Still, there's hardly anybody walking downtown. Wow. And and everybody downtown in San Francisco talks to me and tells me, you know, that the, the president should listen to these doctors who are talk, saying that oxychloroquine can cure this mess. Uh, oxychloroquine can. They they a lot of doctors are on bit shoot saying that that oxychloroquine can actually solve some of this COVID-19 crisis. And you're referring to the doctors who are on BitChute, Um, which is a video sharing service. The reason they're there is because YouTube and Twitter have been targeting their accounts and taking them offline, correct? Right. I have it saved on my phone, BitChute. There's like thousands of doctors are coming forward and saying that they've found that oxychloroquine has actually... They have they they cured people with with this stuff with this virus. 
I know that uh, Gene, the Christian anarchist who works as a manager at a doctor's office, his wife is the doctor, has called and spoken of this hydroxychloroquine on multiple occasions, and he seems to believe that it can be effective. Yeah, I've heard people say that it's effective. It seems to have become yet another political football. Somebody must be pressuring the president not to use oxychloroquine. Well, President Trump was one of the early supporters of hydroxychloroquine. And, you know, it's becoming really hard not to be a conspiracy theorist in today's time, because my my first thought right after I said that is, what if the entire political apparatus had Trump say that so the American public would turn against it and instead would linger around in their homes waiting on this vaccine to be pushed onto them? So then why isn't the United Nations listening to these doctors to use oxychloroquine to cure the corona? They don't want they don't really care about a cure. They care about control. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's working, apparently, in San Francisco. I mean, you're saying no one... Still, this long after the initial lockdown, people are still behaving Um, as though they're locked down. Nobody's in the movie theater. Nobody's in the mall. Nobody's on Market Street. Are they even open? Like, are businesses open? Like, what's it like? Yes. In San Francisco, all the businesses are still barely running. Macy's is always doing good. Hmm. Union Square is the tourist capital. How's the uh, the poop in the streets? Is that lessened a little bit, or is that worse now? Oh, than these fools! LRN FM. Uh, tried to tried to you know not use that word, so maybe he would follow, but no. Uh, he was saying they're still essing in the streets. By the way, that's what we had to drop out there. Eight fifty five, four fifty free. Yes, we are on the radio, and unfortunately, even though. Donald Trump can say the F word in public and AOC, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez can say the F word in public. And then it gets reported on in the news that they're saying the F word. You still can't say it on the radio because, well, political class is more important than the rest of us. And I still I cannot get over the notion that we live in a world where people think that 12 year old boys have Mm -hmm. a transistor radio up to their ear while they are under their covers listening to free talk live on their local AM station. (laughs) I mean, what? Well, maybe they think they're listening on the Internet now or something like that. I don't know. If you if. Look, we could go on the internet right now, and we, we could, could drop all the F-bombs we want. True. Those 12-year-old boys, <laughs> should they wish to right. see things more unspeakably vile, can go find it. No, no, Mark, because they have to click a button that says they're 18 years old. Ah, right. And they, they, would, never, they would never think to click that button. Mature content only. Yeah. So... Anyway, yeah, the I, I, I don't know why radio still has a prohibition on naughty words, but I will say this. If I was a, a news talk station, uh, there would be there's a sta- there would be a standard that mm-hmm. I would have as far as, uh, you know, ver- verbiage, because mm-hmm. there, somebody out there is offended by the F- S word and they don't want to hear it sure. um, and, or the F word or whatever. And they don't want to hear it. They want to listen to content that doesn't have that. And we do get compliments now and then as Free Talk Live that they that people can listen to the show in their cars with their kids and not to have to hear the uh, the, the words. So if you want to join the show, you can. Just don't say the F word, the S word, and a couple other words that are not allowed. 855-450-FREE is our number. That's 855-450-3733. Because I remember in the beginning of the whole COVID crackdown thing back in like February or March or whenever it was, uh, it was San Francisco that was the 
you know, leading the way in crackdown maximumness. You know, yeah. like they had the biggest crackdown, California City specifically, and of course California is one of those places where it's definitely not getting better as far as the crackdown is concerned. They're coming up with more restrictions and more rules and more, you know, hoops for business owners and individuals to jump through. And why shouldn't they? It I seems mean, like people like this stuff. They like to be told what to do. They want to feel like they're safe. They put on masks, even though there's really probably not much that they're doing with them, except signaling to others that they don't care that, about safety. I, I think that masks on the indoors, especially if you're going to be there for a while, are a good idea. And it's certainly a good idea if you're just talking to people. So you face think face. people should wear them inside their homes? Uh, I, look, you got to make your own decisions, but no, would be my answer. Okay, well, you just said indoors it would be a good idea if you're talking in to people In your home and indoors are two different things. Okay. So if you're... If I, Most if, of the time I'm indoors when I'm home. Right. If you're going... And I'm also more likely to talk to people for a while if I'm home with them. If right? you're going to go do social interactions with people outside of your household under the cover of roof with a wall with walls, I recommend masks you know they are talking about having mandates for people inside their homes or at the very least they're asking them to wear masks inside their homes in some places hey look you know i don't follow right? rules because yeah. politicians give them i wear a mm-hmm. seatbelt not because it's illegal in 49 states not to i wear a seatbelt in new hampshire the only state in the union where you don't have to yeah. because it's a good idea 855 450 free i am not convinced that wearing masks is a good idea and I, you're not fact, a doctor i don't care <laughs> i you're even just if a i were calcitrant talk show i'm host. somebody who actually you know likes humans and i like humanity and i think the masks are de- a detriment to that and i know i'm not alone on that 855 450 free like freedom this is free talk live The next generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to send, earn, spend, and exchange digital money in seconds. Send money around the globe with only a swipe. Instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and Fiat right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with crypto. Multi-tiered masternodes allow everyone to partake in the network. Visit DiviProject.org. DiviProject.org. Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight, 855-450-FREE, like freedom. Tonight in the studio, it's Ian. Aria. Ed Bark. We're going to continue with more of your calls and thoughts. Also, want to say thanks to Nathan Dank, the amplifier of the night that we like to highlight our Free Talk Live amplifiers. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. Nathan is a platinum-level amplifier, which means he's contributing $25 a month to the Free Talk Live AMP program, and that's really appreciated. We ask for five, so he's doing five times what we ask for. So thank you, Nathan, for backing us up and helping us get on more radio stations around the country. We really do appreciate it. It makes a big difference. Uh, Everybody that supports the AMP program, you can do it with your PayPal or credit card, debit card, or Bitcoin BTC at amp.freetalklive.com. Although these days with the Bitcoin fees going up so insane, uh, I don't remember the last time we had a Bitcoin subscriber. I paid a $5 fee earlier today. I paid a $7 fee earlier today to send some Bitcoin. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not alone. I think we're going to start seeing more interest in the altcoins real soon. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, That's fees, how it happened last time. Yeah, I think so. So we continue with your calls, your thoughts. We got Jenny. She's calling us from Vegas, uh, listening online via Twitch. Go ahead, Jenny. Hey, 
Okay. Uh, first, I wanted to say to Aria that I saw your um, talk on free talk on free keen about buying and selling Bitcoin cash. So I really appreciated that, and I'm going to start doing that. I, I've been doing uh, Bitcoin and um, Monero, but now I'm going to. Your your talk helped me, so thank you. Excellent. Okay, so I'm glad I to hear it. To, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to tell you guys about. Well, you know, I don't like wearing these masks. My husband won't wear them. Uh, we're libertarians. Um, you guys know it from. You know, we've been up there. But anyway, um, so I was in Albertsons, uh, and I, what I do is just to get the food. I know I, I should be better than that, but to get the food, I just put the mask sort of halfway up. So last night, I'm in Albertsons, and I'm in the checkout lane, and there's this lady in the next checkout lane, and I keep I look at her, and she keeps putting this mask up over her nose, like pointing to me, like, so that I need to pull, like, I just keep the mask down, like, you know. Now, hold on. Before you go on, Jenny, is this lady in the other lane, is she another customer or an employee? Yeah, she's another customer. So there's two checkout lanes going. She's a customer and she has her, 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 you know, the blue medical mask. And she keeps pointing at me and telling me to pull my mask up over my nose. And I, I, at first I wasn't, and so I quit looking at her, but then I kept looking at her. And then I decided, okay, I've had it. I said, hey, hey, you, I said, you know, don't tell me what to do. What's wrong with you? I said, you know nothing about me. I said, it's hard for me to breathe. I have asthma. So what, what's wrong with you? And then that started a whole big thing. So the guy, and I, I don't want to, I'm not racist or anything, but I want to say that this. Here it comes. <laughs> this, that, no, 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 guys. No, no. What I'm saying is that everybody in line of different races supported me so the guy in front of me who is latin pulls his mask down and he turns around and he says loudly you know this is all bs for everyone don't you and then and then um a lady behind me's in a wheelchair and she goes i thought she was talking to me and she shows me like some she has a breathing problem too and she goes this is all you know i can't believe this and then i get up to the line finally and the lady in the checkout at Albertson said, yeah, I just don't agree with this on anything. And we're all talking. And what happened is that guy who called you before was from the Breitbart. The doctors, the Cameroon doctors said that, you know, the math studies didn't work and all that. So everybody had just heard that on Twitter, of which they've been now pulled off of Twitter. But yeah. everybody turned around. And then I actually told them, I, I told the lady behind me, I said, you know what? I think I'm going to register Democrat and make sure that I... I'm in the mail ballot counting room so that they don't cheat. And then I, another guy, too, behind me takes his mask off. Yeah, that's cool. Do that. And I'm not saying I'm for Trump because I'm not, but right. I just don't want this mail ballot. <laughs> wow, what an interesting situation where some busybody uh, cracks tries to crack down on you for not wearing a mask, and then five other people surrounding you take your side, and everybody pulls their masks down. Man, that must have made that lady crap her pants. Yeah, and you know what? It made me feel good because I just hate going to the store, and I hate see, you know I hate looking at people in their cars with their masks on. Well, that's the thing. They, there's so much obedience, like even the people around you were doing what they were told until they had the opportunity to feel like they could express themselves and their frustration, and then then it all came out at once. But this woman felt like she was around people who understood, right? Because she's surrounded by other mask-wearing people, so she presumes that all the people wearing masks are as afraid as she is, whereas the reality, they're afraid of the government, 
not they're they're not afraid of COVID. They're they're wearing the mask because they've been told they're going to get arrested uh, or fined or whatever by the police if they don't. But she made the presumption that she just jumped to the conclusion: oh, well, people are wearing masks, so they'll back me up. Well, turns out they none of them agreed with her. <laughs> That's a really interesting story. No, and, and yeah, and the lady behind me said, and she she's the one in the wheelchair. She mm-hmm. says, "I actually only wear this because I don't want to be harassed by other people." But there's Isn't that a libertarian. Sad? There's this libertarian that my husband has pointed to me called EricPetersAutos.com. He runs an automobile site, but he has politics on libertarianism. Mm-hmm. And every day he runs what he calls the diaper report, the face diaper report. <laughs> and he refuses to wear a mask, and he writes about his his feelings every day. And so we posted my story on that, and he was really happy Very about cool. That. Jenny, thank so you for sharing he that. He said, w- everybody needs to do this. I agree. I agree. The first step is to not wear one in the first place. Jenny, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate it. But I understand why people are afraid. I mean, there are men with guns out there who are threatening you, and I mean the police. Uh, In Miami, they now have a police task force they've created with 39 cops on it whose sole job is to go around and give people tickets. For, for not, not wearing, wearing masks. masks. Yeah, for not wearing masks. Now, my opinion is is that people shouldn't have to wear masks if they don't want to wear masks, and you should decide for your own business how uh, you yeah. want your customers to That would to be like in. freedom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's a good idea to wear masks, and best I can tell, they seem to, you know, from the studies that I've read, mm-hmm. and the- I haven't seen you wearing a mask in quite a long time. I only wear them when I go into businesses. I'm not going to do it when I'm in here. I'm on the- okay. You can't talk to me that's on the radio. I know you can't do it in here, but I mean, I don't generally- see you out and about wearing masks i have a yeah wear one at at curry indian today no i didn't you're right Uh, i expected it to be pretty light in there but if i were to go into a grocery store which is you know the rare instance that i make it into a grocery store chris wait oh okay yeah he does wear wear the mask let's continue here michael is in uh, amityville new york you're on free talk live hello michael what a boring call but it's your kind of caller isn't it mark you're not starting so as a winner here. So you're in New Amityville, unfortunately. I was going to ask, you know. Oh, it's a horror hey, movie. Uh, Are you in old Amityville or new Amityville? And you're clearly in the Drag Queen one. James, I'd be happy to answer that question. Have you ever seen a real horror movie with Mark Edgington's dead victim in it? Jesus Christ. You know, I thought for a moment you were going to actually be interesting and, like, talk about movies and be kind of fun, but, you know, what was I thinking? (laughs) I just, you know, see the best in people. I was disappointed that that was James. Yeah, Yeah, man. I was looking forward to another movie conversation with somebody that it was actually, you know, interesting to talk to. But sadly, it was just James. Eight fifty-five. James is the ultimate horror movie, though, so there is that. 4.53 is going (laughs) to... Well, anyway, let's just go on. Uh, So we were talking about movies with Universal and AMC coming to an agreement. The big question here, as Business Insider points out, is what does this mean for the other movie chains? Because the deal's only between Universal, which is one production company, and AMC, which is one theater chain. It obviously means they're going to swallow it because they have to. It means all of those other movie companies are going to come to AMC and be like, hey, we want that same deal or we're going to start our own streaming service. Right, they've all got the the weight to throw around. But what so, about the what about Regal Cinemas? What about the other cinemas? Are you know what are they going to do? Well, hold on. Um, so if Universal brings its own app out or something like Disney did, wouldn't they uh, be able to direct to direct stream like? But they may have agreements in place with the other theaters. 
So they cut their their uh, theatrical window with AMC down to 17 days. But if they already have an agreement in place for 75 days with with uh, Regal Cinemas, yep. then it's still 75 days. And screw the little guy who owns a cinema in a you know small town. Yeah, yeah, he's just out of luck. Uh, the toll free number here is eight fifty five four fifty free. If you want to join Free Talk Live, you are welcome to do that. Take control of the airwaves here. What is it like where you live? Is there any sanity where you're at? This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free. Bring up whatever you want in these remaining moments. How insane is it where you are? Are things getting worse with these mask crackdowns that have been going on and seemingly getting worse? At least that's the way it looks like uh, from the outside here. Luckily, we're in New Hampshire, which arguably is one of the better places to be during this insanity. Well, our bars are open. Yes, and they appear to be open regular hours and people are not wearing masks. Have you seen any masks in the bars that you've been going to? Because I know you no. go to more than the Thirsty Owl. No. Yeah, I haven't seen. No, I hit up uh, Cobble and Lab and Logger, preferably Lab. Are the staff wearing masks? I don't want to get them in trouble. Okay, all right. (laughs) Well, at the place I go, they're not. So my answer is yes. Of course they are. At the place I go, they're not, and it makes me happy. That they're not. Yeah, it's hard to drink a uh, beer with uh, with a mask over your face. Well, yeah, but the bartenders aren't drinking beers. That's true. Nope, they just have to be in a place for hours and hours. Like that's the thing that, that about these mask things that would I, it's hard to imagine what it would be like to be an employee at a place where you've got to do this for ten hours. You mean a day. wear a mask? Yeah. Imagine doing it for ten hours in an eighty-five degree kitchen. Well, I can't imagine it's uh, it's any better. Or, or that's while for sure. loading tractor trailers. Yeah. Or unloading them. Well, or working or working in a warehouse with no AC. Yeah. In Mississippi in 97 degree middle of July, late July. No At thanks. least a warehouse is going to have the fans running, you know, like blowing a lot of air in and a blowing a lot of air out. Um, so that I mean, to that's me just is, ventilation, though. That doesn't help with the temperature. I understand. What I'm saying is, is that I would be less likely to wear a mask were I in a highly ventilated building. That's the problem, though, is they, they don't have a choice. They don't get to go, oh, well, this is this is highly ventilated. There's no point in me wearing a mask here. The only choice is to leave. Yeah. And, quit and, the job. And most of these people need their jobs. But then you, where else are you going to go? Because most of them are going to require you to wear a damn mask. Yep. Because it's, it's a corporate medical authoritarian state that we are living in. And it's so crazy. It's so bizarre. And it's and people are going to jail. Uh, here's an update on the New Jersey story, which we touched on it here and there, but we never really got into detail about the the shop in Jersey, which was like a, a gym, actually, that was defying the mandates to stay closed during the earlier portion of the COVID-19 crackdown there in Jersey. They were arrested Monday oh. on contempt charges. According to WashingtonTimes.com, Ian Smith of Delanco Township, he's 33, and Frank Trimbetti, age 51, of Williamstown, were charged with obstruction and violating the Disaster Control Act. They operated the Atlas Gym in Belmour. That's a funny spelled word. It doesn't sound like the Disaster Control Act would be something that the average citizen would have to 
obey. It sounds that, like it's 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 something that would authorize the governor to make up all kinds of rules and regulations, but the act itself wouldn't apply to you the have ordinary not read citizen. Them. The, I uh, haven't. I the, just said it sounds yeah, like. Yeah. So the act. Because it authorizes the governor, I'm presuming it's what authorizes the governor. That's they have similar things right. in other places, where they essentially have these emergency authorizations to where the governor can make these emergency orders, and if you violate the emergency order, it's almost always a misdemeanor. Yeah, and usually, like if you're just a schmo wandering around without a mask on, they're not going to do anything to you. But the what the people they really want to keep in line. Mark is not giving out legal advice. They may very well do something to you depending <laughs> on where well. you are. But they're not as likely. The people they really want to keep in line are the business owners because mm-hmm. they're the ones who are already in line. Yeah, they're they're marching lockstep to the the drummer that the state uh, you know the state's drummer, and if they let any of them out of line. You know, they expect the unwashed masses to act like a bunch of hooligans. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a surprise, but their businesses, they cannot let do that. Right. And the business owners are deathly afraid of losing their license, as we cited a conversation I was having with one of them earlier tonight. So they use that, they dangle it over their heads, and they get almost total compliance. So these guys were heroes because they kept operating their gym. They allowed their customers who wanted to take whatever the risk was of going to the gym Mm -hmm. to come in and go to the damn gym. In fact, the same thing happened here in Keene. It just didn't get headlines. There was a gym here that was quietly letting their customers in. They'd put newspaper up over the door and the window, and they would let their customers come through the door, come in and work out, go home. Everything was fine. until Probably just some of their customers, not all of their customers. Somebody snitched them out. Yep. Some Karen. Yeah, it probably wasn't their customers either. Somebody was probably watching or they knew that their friend was going to the gym or their family member or whatever was going to the gym and they, they snitched them out and the cops came and they threatened the owners of the gym and the owners closed the gym down and they apparently moved it to another more isolated location. So it's apparently still around, but it's no longer in the visible spot where it was. So before. it's a speakeasy gym? It was. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but in the case of Jersey, these guys were making headlines. The two men were processed at the police headquarters. They and their attorney did not um, were not commenting, were not able to be reached. State judge had ruled Friday that the New Jersey authorities could shut down a gym and authorize the state health department to put locks on the doors or put up barriers to ensure compliance. The gym had opened its doors in May, starting a legal battle over whether Murphy's order for non-essential, that's the governor, uh, for non-essential businesses to remain closed was constitutional. The gym continued to operate despite receiving summonses each day for violating the state order. <laughs> nice. Crowds of people often showed up to show their support for the gym. Yeah, that's why they have to chop, chop their heads off. Last week, Murphy allowed outdoor drills for contact sports to resume, as well as one-on-one indoor martial arts and yoga instruction, but gyms have been remained ordered closed. Yeah, if you can imagine uh, you know, jiu-jitsu, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in a lot of places, that, according to the, what they're saying there, jiu-jitsu studios all across New Jersey are shut down. It says here one-on-one indoor martial arts are one-on-one. allowed. one Indoor martial arts. So you could have means, a single training with somebody, right? Right. You could have uh, a personal class, but uh, you know, usually jujitsu is done in groups of so, you know twenty or more. So one-on-one martial arts—that's okay, but a solitary act of being in a gym working out—that's not okay. Yeah, it's strange. If you really care <laughs> There's about no logic, you're no. trying to look for logic no. in government action. It's insane. <laughs> and and again, if you really care. Yep. About cor- Corona, COVID, all that, then stay home. Yep. 
or bring your cleaning cleaning supplies and you know wipe down all the gym equipment before you get on it if you want to be ultra paranoid and still go to the gym. Right, and you could run the fans in a gym and maybe exchange the air uh, better or something like that. There's things that could be done in a gym to make it a more hospitable place to work out. Well, but the, they're just saying no. The gym owners say they've taken steps to ensure social distancing, including taping off workout stations and operating at 20% of the building's capacity. Yeah. So, but that's not enough. Uh, they say they were also required patrons to wear masks unless they were in the middle of lifting weights and taking the patrons temperatures at the door i mean so i mean that they sounds like do. they jumped through every hoop right. they could possibly have jumped through i don't think they could have been more invasive uh on their customers yeah let's go to david he's in new mexico david you're on free talk live what's going on down there oh uh fort sumner that that county that i said you guys should have moved your freedom movement to because you could have the whole county to yourself i, I was wrong uh, it, it, it isn't a population of uh, 2,000. It's a population of 13 or 1,400. I learned that today because they are one of the one of the uh, 38 counties, only 38 counties in the U.S. that uh, that have no COVID cases. Huh. And it's uh, that, that that's the county. Debaca County is the county where uh, Pat Garrett shot down Billy the Kid. Really? That's where he's buried. Yeah. Do they get a Walmart? That whole county. To, uh, who needs a Walmart? Who wants a Walmart? Just wondering. Just wondering, keep that Walmart out of my town, boy. <laughs> All right, David, what else? Oh, uh, no. Uh, unfortunately, uh, New Mexico is no longer, I'm sorry, Albuquerque is no longer number one as of today. Number one in corruption, in, traffic fatalities, uh, car, auto theft. Ba- Bakerfield is now the winner. They in, are the number California? one. California? That's. Yeah, Bakersfield, Bakersfield, California. That ba- that Bakersfield sound, you know, that's, mm. that's, uh, a pair of a hammer hammering at your uh, ignition set and your on your steering oh, column. That's the, bak- that's the Bakersfield. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how you would go about beginning to steal a car. A new car. Days. I have. I wouldn't even have any idea. I mean, like I, my car starts without a key. Right. I can tell you. I, I had to steal my own car one time. I just took a I just took a, a hammer hammer and a chisel to it and started hacking at the ignition set until I got enough material off and the thing would turn without a key. Yeah, yeah that mean, was probably a long time ago. When, when was that? Yeah, that'd been before two thousand yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah, it was an old view. Was a what was it? I don't know, like a ninety two, yeah, ninety two uh, Ford, no, ninety two. Uh, you probably need some sort of fancy hacker set now, Mark, with like yeah. RFID or something like yeah, that. You, you got to plug into key. that little thing up underneath the, the the dash and that sort of thing. David, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. Of course, we got plenty more to come tomorrow. You can join us between now and then online. In the meantime, we are at freetalklive.com. And maybe tomorrow night we'll talk about suicide because apparently, surprise, they're up. And apparently that they're killing. That sounds like a depressing thing to forecast the next show. Yeah. Surprise! We're going to talk about killing yourself. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Online in the meantime, freetalklive.com. Or maybe we won't. Are you a cryptocurrency advocate? The Crypto Tip is the ideal outreach tool to help new people discover cryptocurrency. It's a printable business card-sized tip that you can give to service providers, preferably in addition to a good cash tip. When the server scans the QR code, it'll bring up an explanation of cryptocurrency, how to install a wallet, and allow them to claim the tip. If they don't claim the crypto, you get your tip refunded to you after a time period you specify. Plus, if they do claim the tip, you get an email alert. Create as many tips as you want at CryptoTip.org. That's CryptoTip.org. 
Attention gardeners, if you need to grow nutritionally dense vegetables or medicinal herbs this year, listen, because a bioactive superfood for plants is now available. This all-natural superfood for plants is so effective at producing maximum plant growth in minimum time that it almost forces plants to grow, even under the worst light and soil conditions. It's called Proto-Grow, and it's truly remarkable. Vegetables grow faster and contain more bioavailable vitamins and trace minerals. Plants that rarely bloom will flower constantly. Sickly plants become vibrantly alive. Medicinal herbs become super potent. Flowers become more vivid right before your very eyes. Proto-Grow also improves the taste quality of all your garden vegetables. That's because it's more than just an all-natural superfood for plants. It's a proprietary blend of bioactive sea nutrients that contain the basic building blocks of life itself, which is why Proto-Grow even renews your garden by increasing the microorganisms in the soil. Learn more at growlikecrazy.com. That's growlikecrazy.com. Get special pricing for network listeners right now at growlikecrazy.com. 